Did he leave a note? Okay. I'm sorry. She no, wants sorry. to talk about I it. I think we are done with this conversation. He did. Beth. <laughs> you keep it in your purse. Okay. You were right. There is nothing. Nothing is after you. You're safe now. That's it. That's it? That's it. No, XO, XO, your loving husband, nothing. What does that mean? Not a clue, not a fucking clue, other than I was living with a crazy person and didn't know it. it makes you wonder though, doesn't it? What else didn't I know? <laughs> I wanted them. You're listening to the Buzzkill Podcast. So 272, welcome back, finally, to the Buzzkill Podcast, where today we pack our bags and head out of town to stay in some overnight houses that are sure to give you wet dreams and the ghost clap <laughs> in ScareBnB. <laughs> there should absolutely be a ScareBnB that literally just lets you rent out haunted fucking houses. Dude. Dude. TM. Copy, copyright. TM. Copyright. TM. That's <laughs> a verbal TM that's legally binding, you fuckers. Oh, my God. Speaking of verbal BMs, I'm Mike. <laughs> I'm Jim. <laughs> I'm Jim. Verbal BMs. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what else, how else would you describe this show? <laughs> that's, that's, no, that's actually that's 100% accurate. Oh, speaking of absolute bowel movements, the last fucking three weeks of our lives, huh? Oh, fine. No, my not, my life. <laughs> not really. I mean, like, um, two weeks ago was pretty all right. Well, two weeks ago was pretty all right, actually. That's true. So, fine. I had about a week of a bowel movement. Sure. Just constant, <laughs> just constant shitting. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, uh, so last week, we, we weren't supposed to take off last week. No, we weren't. That was an unexpected little uh, deviation in the plan. Yeah, what were you doing? Uh, I was dying. Nobody cares. Moving on. There you go. So we went to Nashville two weeks ago. Uh huh. Yeah, that was fun. That was really fun. It was a good time. It was a um, very good time. Man, we all needed it too, right? We did. Little did well, we know. Well, not me so much. Like my whole life is a vacation, but. <laughs> uh, little did we know that we went to Nashville during spring break. I don't oh, think. Yeah. I don't think any of us realized that the dates we were going down there. It makes sense that John Mayer was playing in a big city, a big spring break city. On that date, yeah, I'm sure that was not coincidence. Sure, I mean, like, it's not like he's hurting for, 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 for viewers of. No, that's not what I'm saying though. But like, for fans. you're gonna play the big, big cities though yeah. on dates where people are gonna be around to go. Right. That's all. Nashville I, is one of the bigger cities in the in the, in the states. Right. Um. But uh. But yeah, it was. Oh God, the weather was for the most part glorious. It was very nice. For some strange reason, Kristen and I woke up early every day and just went to the roof and sunbathed for like two hours before you guys got up. It was never fantastic. uh, It was it was only like seventy the whole time. Yeah, but which to me is which to me is perfect. But the sun was out when it was out though, and it was perfect. Yeah, absolutely perfect. 
um yeah dude it was a it was a good trip it was fun we uh first first day we got there got to our house the house was awesome um went to broadway lots of steps lots of <laughs> jesus christ the it, house was straight vertical it, yeah it seems like a lot of places are built like that in uh well, you in, gotta in places like that you gotta build up yeah you build straight up that way because you don't have a, a huge lot so you build straight up and you get more real estate that way I've, but uh i've never seen those so you go from the, the first floor where the the <laughs> one bedroom and the uh the garage is right right you go up a big flight of stairs that's where we stuck you scrubs that's fine right next me. to the garage you didn't hear us doing the do <laughs> nice that's um, how you got covid <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Um, no, so we uh, so we were on the main floor, and then there's a big staircase going up to like the kitchen, living room area, right? Yeah. And I've never seen this before. From there, there's a staircase that goes not just to the third floor at that point, yeah, but then all the way to the roof, yeah. So it's a, it's one staircase that goes straight up, like two two stories, yeah. And there's just a little more like, than off- two stories and like because a that, the first the- flight of stairs was like thirty stairs. Oh yeah. That went to my bedroom and fucking Brian's bedroom. And then there was another flight of like 20 stairs that went yeah. up to the roof. Um, yeah, it was it was a really cool place. We went, uh, got there, checked out the place, went to Broadway, as you do. I, I'd never been to Broadway before, so this is Oh, all, really? That was, is, I'd never been to Nashville. Oh, no oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, this is the first time for me. It's good. So was your first impression of Broadway kind of what you were expecting? Oh, 100%. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't know what to expect. Like I I didn't know what Nashville was. Like mm-hmm. I knew lots of bars, the, the strip, the whole deal. Yeah. I didn't it was more I expected it to be more like LA and it ended up being more like Vegas. Covered in human shit? Kind of. It smelled. <laughs> Dude, Nashville fucking smelled. I didn't think Nashville oh, yeah. smelled. Brian, I was talking Brian, about LA when I... No, fucking Brian and I were talking about it. It's like, this place fucking reeks. <laughs> oh, I didn't think so. <laughs> yeah, it did. When's the last time you've been in New York? I've never been to New York. Oh, really? Nope. Your brother lives in New York, dude. Well, upstate, oh. not the city. I, you guys have never driven he's, down just he's, to... No, it's a seven-hour drive. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, wow. dude. All right. New York's huge. Um, but the point is, though, it, it was kind of, like I said, it was more more Vegas than I thought it would be. In, like, like the strip of Vegas, honestly. Uh, it's, yeah, I don't know if I would compare it to Vegas, really. I'm not saying that it was Vegas. I'm just saying that it was more that than it was, like, downtown LA. Sure, okay. Which is what I expected Yeah, I get what be. you're saying. Because it's just, like, place after place after place. And when they say there's music coming from everywhere, everywhere holy dude. fuck, they It's amazing. Kidding. It's and so cool. Like, I, like, just to every single bar... Every single, and all the windows are open, all the doors are open. Mm-hmm. So as you're walking down the street, it's just constant music. Like, if you were the type of person with like sensory issues, I could see where it would be a fucking nightmare. Um, but for for people like us who like loud stuff, mm-hmm. man, it's just a well, cool, it's a cool vibe. It is within I'm, reason. I'm though. good with yeah. I'm good. With, we did we did Broadway the first night. Broadway is dark tonight. Yes, exactly. Oh, is that the Broadway that he's talking about in that song? Maybe. And not like Broadway. Living in used to me. Broadway is dark tonight. Maybe. I don't know, dude. <laughs> um, so we did Broadway the first night. The second day we went back to Broadway because we wanted to get some Hattie B's oh my hot God. chicken, which oh my is God. like nobody oversold that was a, it. That was a religious experience. Yeah, I'm, not, I, I'm not underselling it. So by, good, dude. It, it, so, <laughs> so, so good. good. And we really didn't have to wait that long for it. We were it. in line for about 45 minutes. 
No. Yeah. No. We were in line for like 20 minutes. Tops, dude. No. Yes, we were. Dude, the girls full on went shopping on the time that we were in line. They walked down to Sephora and came back. That's it. That, that, don't, don't underestimate how long they spent. Your uh, sense of time is skewed, my man. Um, so, so we got Hattie B's chicken, just ate. It was, uh, I, I, yeah, it, there's no sense in even trying to describe it. It's it was so Hattie, good, dude. Hattie B-licious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and, and then, uh, what did we do on the second? Oh, well, well you guys the went, second you, we, we went to see. You guys went to go see John Mayer. John Mayer. There was some things that happened that night that were just like, like kismet. Like we... We showed up like it was. It was scheduled to rain, like just piss oh, rain that night. Oh, and you got did, caught. It, it didn't <laughs> rain. It fucking tornado. We do. There were we were under tornado watches. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um. So we <laughs> we drove down. We drove to the stadium and and we're trying to find where the parking structure is that I'm supposed to park in. And mm-hmm. we pull up to the stadium. And the guy looks at my parking pass and he goes, "Oh, this is for the pinnacle parking structure." I go, "Where's that?" And he's like, "You see that building over there?" And it was like. As far away as our fucking house was from the... Now, did this come with your ticket? Yeah, I bought it. I paid 20 bucks for okay. it. And I was like, oh my God, really? And and he's like, he's like, he says, can I see your phone real quick? And he takes his little scanner and he, and he goes, Ching! now you're parking here. And I go, what, dude? <laughs> he's like, yeah, go ahead, man. And then as soon as we walked in, or as soon as we, we he let us in, he looked over to the guy that was... Uh, like letting other cars in. He goes, that's the last one. So we were the last car that he let in. We were supposed to park like a mile away, and he did the little scanny do thing on us and just let oh, us what park a nice in guy. there. What a guy. A fucking, yeah. Like the coolest guy in all of Nashville. Uh, John Mayer was amazing, put on a great show. The <laughs> next day we uh, oh, just chill. Let's not, let's not gloss over the fact that uh, Kristen and I had to literally walk down Broadway in in <laughs> horizontal tornado rain. You didn't have to. <laughs> no, we did because so we go down there. So we 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 Ubered downtown, right? Yeah. Uh, the guy, our our cabbie, was fucking amazing. He was practically kind of he was practically like uh, what's his name from Die Hard. Uh, uh, oh, Argyle. Argyle, yeah. <laughs> he was just talking about it. He's like, oh, yeah, Detroit, this and that. And he's like, he's like, Detroit's really not that bad. It's It's got this terrible reputation. Like, we're just talking about Detroit. Speaking of, sorry, sidebar, we need to apologize to everybody that's ever gone uh, to Nashville recently and apologize that, of course, Kid Rock's bar is the loudest, most obnoxious bar on the entire <laughs> fucking strip. <laughs> We owe the world an apology. <laughs> We're taking responsibility for him. We're sorry. <laughs> and we did not go into his bar. I think his bar is the one the bar we didn't actually go in. I mean, I would have. I I don't give a shit. But it was like it was so it was loud. Just, it was incredibly loud. You walk it is, past it's kinda it cool it that it's like ears. five levels though, and he's got a different band well, on every sure, level. But it, the, the ground level it just, of the band was it, so loud. Yeah, it just seemed like it was I don't know. It wasn't like it wasn't a cool vibe. Like Compared to well, the other places. When does Kid Rock ever put on a cool vibe? <laughs> I don't know, dude. You ever seen that hat? Mm. Very fashionable. <laughs> well, well then. Um, anyway, though, uh, day three was super fun. Day three was cool. Uh, Except for my little hour and a half spat of thinking my uncle was dying. Well, yeah. That, <laughs> that happened right in the middle of dinner. What did we do? We just kind of we chilled out on day three. Uh, we didn't do much until we went and uh, met up with Adam. Um, our buddy Adam mm-hmm. McMillian and his uh, wife Katie, and they showed us like the cooler parts of Nashville, like the parts of Nashville where 
you want to hang out when you don't oh, yeah. want to be like around all the kitschy bullshit all yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, and they took like the coolest that was, places. That was the taste of the part of the version of Nashville that I will see like a hundred percent of the time. Next time I go down there. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Like, like we if got, we go we down again, I, I want to just hook up with them and just say, <laughs> let's just go to all the places you guys like. Do like the because... haunted Nashville tour. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, yeah, just just an awesome time. Uh, Adam and Katie are two of my favorite people in the entire world. Um, I I can honestly say that obnoxiously obnoxiously perfect in every way. Adam Adam <laughs> and, and I Adam and I have a weird a weird history in the sense that I've been around him a lot, but I never really knew him. And it's funny because he was telling us he's an avid listener of the show. Thanks thanks for giving us that one play a week, Adam. Yeah, thanks, bud. Um. But, like, it's funny, though. He was telling me, he's like, I feel like I know you because I listen to the show every week. Um, and I'm, I was I was very grateful, though, to have spent time with him and Katie, though. Yeah. That, you know, over the weekend, and or over the week, rather. Well, that day during the week. <laughs> no, I, but I'm grateful for it, though, because like, he, like, seriously, dude, like, one of the single nicest dudes I've ever met mm-hmm. in my entire life. Like, what a good dude. Well, like I said, just as a couple, they're, like, just, like... Just the coolest people, uh, and I'm not. I'm not saying this because I know he's listening right now. Because yeah. I know he is. Because well, you know, I think we've hit our quota. I think we've hit our 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 brown nosing quota. So I think we're good. Oh fuck that guy, dude! <laughs> <laughs> no, I love them so much. Like it was, the city it's, sucks. It was great to see them. I haven't seen Adam in probably what's it been like five years, and I haven't seen Katie in ten years. I think we figured out. So there you go. Uh, it was just amazing to see them and catch up. Hopefully it won't be that long before I see them again. Um, and then the last well, day... Well, no, because you're going to be recording a record soon. Well... Right? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, and then the last day, you got up and you left before I was even up out of bed. Oh, yeah. We were... We were we went... So we didn't get back to the B&B until 1.30. Yeah. When we were up at 4. Were you really? Yeah, we were up at 4. How was that drive? Uh, silent. Was it? Because that was the day that we both felt like dog shit, but we didn't know why. Mm-hmm. Like, we we both assumed it's because we'd been partying all week, we hadn't slept well, we'd been drinking, like, we were just drained, right? So the entire ride home, she was sleeping off and on, we switched, uh, once, we switched once, and then she was driving, and I was sleeping off and on, and then when we were awake, it was just like listening to music, it was just quiet. We had mm-hmm. a quiet eight-hour drive back. Yeah. And it wasn't until... Friday night, so I go to work Friday. I had to leave early because I had to go to work on Friday night. And it wasn't until overnight Friday Friday night into Saturday when I woke up in the middle of the night, puddles of sweat <clears throat> with fucking body aches and everything else, and my throat was starting to hurt. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, she woke up with me, and I look at her, and I go, it's this, it's this, it's this. We just came from super-packed Nashville. Oh, hold like, on. You didn't get COVID in Nashville. Yes, I did. Dude, there's there's no way. There's no way I didn't get it in Nashville. You're crazy. We got there on Tuesday. Yeah, it's a three to five day typically window. That lines up perfectly. We got there on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Like, there's... it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yes. But none of us got it. I saw literally nobody outside of work people the week before. Nobody had it. Didn't like it's your impossible. whole family have COVID no. when you did though? No, you you texted us no, and said that your family, whole family had COVID. On the COVID. other side of the state, my my extended family did. Did you talk to them on the phone? 
that's not how it works, James. It is too. <laughs> Dude, you ever there's, see there's... that part in Freddy Krueger where the phone licks the chick in the Ooh, mouth? Oh, that's true. That's true. I was talking to my aunt. She licked me on the she mouth. She licked you the in the phone. mouth. <laughs> no, there, there's literally no possible way I didn't pick it up in Nashville. There's I, no way. That's crazy to me then, because how did the rest of us avoid it? Well, well I've had well, here's, COVID. Well, here was my here was my my think my my thinks about here's it. Here's my thinks. About here's my thinks. It. Yeah. Um, I might have been. I I probably got. Uh, 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 introduced to it like uh-huh. right away uh-huh. and then the rest of the week dude we didn't sleep we were drinking all the time my immune system was probably shot so it didn't take long for it to grab a hold of me so what you're saying is you're just a huge pussy yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> um but regardless of where it came from though that's when i knew the happened and i was like I, I looked at her in the middle of the night and i was like i got a bad feeling about this so of course in an effort to make me feel better she gets closer to me <laughs> <laughs> so i wake up in the morning Here, let a, me get it too i wake up in the morning took a test lit up like a fucking christmas did tree. it really look for within five minutes of the earth fuck a minute of the test yeah yeah lighting up. so then i got did that went and got a pcr that came back positive too sure uh it took four days but then Kristen finally tested positive yeah. so as i was finally starting to come out of it she tested positive mm-hmm. so it, it was just a bad and, and and it was shit covid too like it wasn't like what you had like the very mild symptoms yeah mine i barely even knew it yeah i i didn't get that pansy ass strain i got well, whatever you guys, you guys got that new b3 Whatever the yeah. hell it is. It, we call it the Nashville strain. It was probably every strain that's ever been all in one place. It, it was the Dirks Bentley strain. <laughs> probably. But uh yeah, that sucked. That was uh it was I was down for a solid four to five days. I was just out. It yeah, wasn't you weren't down for that long. Yes, I was. Dude, it was from from Saturday until at Friday was the first day that I started to feel better. Really? Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, it was bad. Like I said. That's a bummer. It, it sucked. Yeah, no, it's it, it absolutely sucked. I mean, it wasn't like hospital bad or anything like that, but okay, it was yeah, so it was like super bad flu bad though. Like it was awful. Super bad super bad flu. Like did you ever was there ever a point where you felt like you might have to go to the hospital? No, because and the thing is is that like luckily with my asthma, I've always been worried about COVID with my asthma. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get chest anything. Which, from my understanding, with uh, Omicron, it's less in the chest and it's more everything else. Mm-hmm. And when you do get it bad, at least. So, luckily, I never had that, but I had migraines for... I had a, I had a splitting migraine for two to three days. Uh, like I said, the night sweats were fucking terrible. Mm. The most searing... My, my, my throat literally felt like there was open wounds. That's how searing it was. And what's funny is awful. What's funny is when we got home from Nashville, my wife had all of the same symptoms that you had. Yeah. But tested negative for COVID four separate times. She took she took a rapid test because you tested and you're like, ah shit, I got COVID. So she's like, Well, I'm not feeling great. I should test. Tested, rapid test, negative. Tested another rapid test, negative. We went and got a PCR just to be safe because uh then our kids started getting a little bit sick and uh we we tested negative pcrs yeah. and 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 then she tested another time i don't understand it yeah I i'm no convinced idea. i'm convinced that she she had it and just wasn't testing positive for some reason because it, it doesn't make sense what are the odds of that yeah on a pcr it though, doesn't you know ma- i know it's it's well it's, the whole thing's weird yeah um on the bright side though i got to catch up on a lot of tv shows so yeah. that's good would you watch uh i caught up on cobra kai which Cobra Kai is cool. amazing. Yeah, I need um, to watch that. I've never even seen an episode. Downloaded the new Mario Kart 
tracks for Mario Kart on Wii. It was Dope. awesome. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, I just watched a shit ton of Gilmore Girls. Did you see <laughs> the trailer on, for Stranger Things 4? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. No, I did. Yes, Gilmore Girls. I used to watch Gilmore hey, Girls. Man, I liked it. I did. My girlfriend's, I'm sorry, my girlfriend's super into it. She made yeah. me watch the revival thing on Netflix, and I sure. loved it. So now I'm watching the whole show. Yeah. It's fucking great. No, dude. I used to watch it. I, I will admit that. Um, Weird. Yeah, Stranger Things. Yes, I did watch the Stranger dude, Things. that's the most important thing to come out of this. Dude, I like. I had chills. I, I Have you ever had chills for three minutes straight? Yes. It's called I an did. orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> You orgasm for three minutes, dude? When it's good. <laughs> Lucky you. God. Uh, it's like an entire can of Ready Whip. No. D- <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, there's more. <laughs> Why is it so carbonated? <laughs> No, dude, like, I, I seriously, watching the Stranger Things 4 uh, um, trailer, I had chills the whole time. And then that fu- that that rendition of Separate Ways. Oh, so good. Is, you hear the... You, it's like you're hearing it at first, like, is that what that is? And then the vocals come in, you're like, oh, that's what oh, that is. Dude, I'm getting chills again just it's thinking so about it. It looks, so it looks so good, dude. I'm, it, it, I'm really, really stoked They all it. look so much older, though. It's like, oh, yeah. my God. Uh, you know who I didn't? I don't. I don't even think I noticed Will in oh, yeah. the oh, yeah. trailer. Oh yeah, he's in it. I know he's, he's in it. I just don't think I noticed. He's with him. Eleven. He's with Eleven when they're walking through the high school. Oh, he looks nothing like him anymore. Neither. Well, they're does... all like they're all like nine feet tall. Yeah. Now, so neither. It's... Well, Finn Wolfhard because we've seen him more prevalently in other sure, things. Sure, in other movies and stuff. Um, what's his name though? Uh, I can't think of their names. Um, name off the kids. Steve. No. Uh, Steve um, looks the same. Amazing yeah, as always. With great hair. Um, um Mike. Um, nope, not Mike. Dustin. Not Dustin. Dustin looks older, really older too. Um, uh, Mike is Finn Wolfhard. He looks older, but we recognize him. Um, um Lucas. Yes. Yeah. Lucas. Yeah. Um, uh, Lucas was unrecognizable. Like, oh he's yeah. Just, he's. I swear to God, he's doubled in size height wise. Oh dude, like, <laughs> all of them have. It's 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 crazy. But like you said, it's funny because the the older kids, um, uh, all look the same. Yeah, they all look. Uh, Will, what the hell? What the hell's the? Will, uh, not Will. Uh, oh, not Will. Uh, Steve, Steve, and uh, um, <laughs> would Natalia Dyer's character. No, no, no. I, no, no. I what, kind of think. Well, uh, she... Char- Charlie Heaton's character. What oh, the Charlie Heaton. His... Yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. It's been a while since we've watched, obviously, but like. Uh, John, Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan Byers, yeah. Yep. Um, they all, they all, yeah, look they all the look same. the same because they were Sam already old. Sam looks the same too. Oh, so, yeah. Sam looks the same too. Yeah. Uh, Billy looks the same. Good headstone. Dead. <laughs> Good <shit>. and dead. <laughs> um, but no, the 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 trailer looks incredible, and I cannot fucking yeah. wait for this. Yeah, I'm stoked. Um, I need to watch season three again before. We go there. There's, I did I see uh, Robert England in the yes. Oh yeah, he, you knew he was in this. Come on. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. We've talked about it on the show many times. I how how many times do I have to say this? I don't listen to the things that you say. <laughs> That's fair because they don't matter but to you've me. Talked about it too. So. Have I? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then there was some dude like 
presumably in the upside down, standing on top of an old rusted out bus, like jamming out, like just fucking wailing on guitar. Yeah. yeah. What is that? I don't know. It's the dude from Mad Max. <laughs> what is that, dude? Oh, the Doof Warrior. It's my favorite character in Mad Max. That's awesome. Um, yeah, dude. dude I, it just, I, it's it looks just like though. it just looks crazy, and I'm I'm super David Harbour looking chiseled as fuck. Oh, David Harbour looks in a, out in with a it, Russian like, prisoner shaved head, like yeah. holding it down for us bald boys. Yeah. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Alex, Alex, you got to come back out there in uh, in Radioland. Uh, Paul Reiser's. You got to come back for this. Paul Reiser's back. Like, yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm I'm just I'm super stoked yeah. about it. I'm I'm really excited. Yep. Uh, and let's say there's a haunted house in the Upside Down. I'm into that. Is there? What are you talking about? The big house they're walking through in the Upside Down. Oh, it's a haunted house. I mean, it looks like a haunted that house. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, that's uh, 25 minutes into the show. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of 25 minutes, (laughs) let's get into some corrections from last week. Stupid! You're so stupid! All right, first correction, uh, not from last week, from like three weeks ago. Okay. Correction number one, James. Uh, Correction number two, and I don't even want to even bring this up, but I'm going to because I don't give a fuck, but for the sake of being correct about things... Yes, Will Smith has also taken advantage of his marriage's open rules. Oh, has he really? Yes. There have been been lots of reports. Apparently him and Margot Robbie on the set of uh, Focus were like a thing. Oh, uh, there's been some other people. I'm not. I don't give a shit enough. You more love to get it, into it, dude. Oh, you. No, you love the nope. celebrity I, dirt, man. I, I just um, look I at just, you. You're just elated right I now. I just, you know, um, why are you smiling so big? I don't know. You love I it. I don't know. I don't love it. Oh, it's my a God. nervous smile. Okay. Anyway, um, you. I know you. Were, you I know you, dude. You just like you went. You went and bought all the tabloids and scoured through them just to find out. National Enquirer. That's all the only the dirt, tab, That's dude. the only one I need. Bat Boy. Bat Boy, baby. That's it. <laughs> Will Smith had an affair with Bat Boy. Oh. Did you know that? Psh, risky. I know. Right? Risky. Yeah, but, that, but that mouth is so wide. <laughs> maybe that's ah. how. Maybe that's how COVID started. <laughs> He ate a bat. Get Damn it, it Will. Um, okay. <clears throat> also, you were talking about how you thought the ending of the Evil Dead remake had Mia walking down uh, walking down the street and getting picked up by a dude, you know? Yeah, it does. That's the alternate ending. Okay. That's the official alternate ending that's on the- But it exists. The, yeah. Right. But the, but the actual ending is just her getting- and he picks her up, and then, he, and then like he's driving down the street, and he looks yeah. back at her, and he's like, don't worry, little lady, I'm going to get you to a hospital, yeah. and she's yeah. all- Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, that's that, where that that's where that came from. Is that all you got? Yeah, what else you got? Um, I just have one here. I <laughs> I said that Adam, uh, Adam of McMillian fame. Oh hi. Um, I told I said that he took drum lessons from the drummer of Sponge, and yeah. apparently that's not true. No. So there is somebody Way that to I know your friends. There's somebody that I know out there who took lessons from one of the members of Sponge on an instrument. And I don't know who it is yet, but I'm going to start asking around and I'm going to find out for next week. Okay. Hold me to it. I actually feel like I know the story. It's got to be one of it's got to be one of the dudes from the Fall Away. I th- like maybe it was Roz or Lev, well not Roz cuz he's a singer. Maybe Lev took uh guitar lessons from he the took guitar player lessons or something. from the drummer of Sponge. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Tank took drum lessons. I don't know, dude. I'm going to find out. Maybe. I'm going to find hope, out. I hope that whoever it was really absorbed the lessons oh sponge humor <laughs> very nice um that's all i got dude all right cool all right james what are we doing this week all right so this week 
Scarebnb. We are talking about a couple of houses. We just went and we stayed in a house. We did. Um, so it's all it's all it's all on point, baby. It's all topical. Uh, so this is a couple movies about houses, mm. and go figure. Both of the movies have the name house in the title. We watched the night house Ooh. and the, the deep, deep house. house. Sounds like a porno. <laughs> the deep house. <laughs> uh, <laughs> deepest nightest. My house is like a shark's <laughs> fan. <laughs> uh, shit, I forgot to look this up to see if I... Hold on. You talk Ooh. about whatever you want for a second, and I'm going to look this up real quick. All right, I'm going to talk about how um, it was slightly difficult to find a beer for this week. I uh, I tried to find something, you know, the deep house is all about water. Is this and, from Waxwings? Okay. Yeah. Uh, an underwater, uh, underwater haunted house movie. So Dude, it's like, how the fuck can you not want to watch that? I don't think I don't think you realize how much you hit it out of the park with this one. I don't think I did either. Look at the... No, I don't think you realize how much you did. <laughs> I Look don't at the think, label, dude. Yeah, House of Earth. Okay. Yeah. How, first oh, of all, it's oh called... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. First of all, right. it's called House of Earth. <laughs> second of all, second this. of all, there's a house right here, and then there's a direct... Mirror image. Mirror image of the house underneath it. James. And this one is deep. James. This is literally... And this, House of the Earth, like under the Earth. Right. You think that you were phoning it in with this one, and it's probably one of the better beers you've okay. ever picked. All right, rewind. I found the I found the perfect beer for this. Yeah, week. dude. Um, I searched yeah, long and hard for it. Uh, <laughs> there was lots to choose from, and I find and I, and I found the best the best choice we could have had for tonight. Yeah, buddy, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> um, so this is House of Earth German Pilsner hopped with. Know what? You're gonna make me read German. Oh, oh, do it. Hopped with. I need the accent too. Hallo Tower, <laughs> Miltefrau. <laughs> Hopped with ha, ha, Tower Miltefrau. Uh, from Waxwings Brewing in Kalamazoo. Okay, hey, Waxwings Brewing in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Why do we have to put all the? Why you got to do the German on the can? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you're from. Did, didn't you so, know okay. that Kalamazoo? Okay, is so a... this so this is from Kalamazoo, Michigan. So let me let me say these words like a Michigander would say it. Uh, German Pilsner hopped with Haller Tower and uh, Miltifra, Miltifra hops. There's no write up on didn't this. Didn't you know can. that Kalamazoo that. is a giant German stronghold in uh, in Michigan? Is it? Didn't you know that? Is it the Argentine? It's the Argentina, it's the Argentina of the Argentina Midwest. Of the... <laughs> Hell yes. Hell yes. Uh let's see. There's no there's no write up about it and I can't even really find one online. So it is what it is. It's House of Earth, German Pilsner. Uh we don't drink too many Pilsners. We don't. On, we don't. I was excited about here, this. So excited about this. Let me uh let me crack this and pour it. Do it. How's it how's it pouring for you? Uh it's nice. It's uh it smells like a Pilsner. Does it? Yeah. It's got like a I I anticipate a, this being a very, very Good beer flavored beer, drinkable, nice drinkable you know? beer flavored beer. Yeah, yeah, bud. Uh, let's We're, give. We are very full. Let's give it a try. You're yeah, I'm full. not gonna try and cheers you because. How I'm, about we just I'm... do this, uh, chinky chinky, Chink. and uh, <laughs> we're good. All right. Ooh. Oh baby, it's definitely German. There's a bite to it that is uh, decidedly German. Yeah, I like it though. It's got the it's got sort of that same sort of like that kind of floral taste yeah. that a Belgium 
that a Belgian beer has, like a Belgian wit beer? It's called European, James. Uh, the Euro- <laughs> it's a European flor- floral flavor. Mm. It's good, though. It is good. I it enjoy good. it. It tastes it gets, like yeah, a, it gets in the back of the tongue a little bit. It tastes, yep. It tastes like a tastes like a long, deep dive into a haunted house underwater with lots of flowers. Yep. Algae. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. Mm. Yeah, tastes like beer, and I like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I like that in a beer. I like when my beer tastes like beer. Sometimes I like when my beer tastes like other things, though. That's true. Except for that. Listen, the beer that fucking Brian bought in in uh, Nashville. I didn't drink a lot of it. I drank I drank it for breakfast because it literally was a smoothie. Which one was that? That was it the, was that one that when you were up on the roof, I had you taste it. Oh, I the banana one. Yeah, it I was do strawberry it. banana. It was thick as shit, and it it literally tasted ropey. like a smoothie, <laughs> thick and ropey. And he drinks those things all the time. Like he always sends us snaps of him drinking these like slushy, slushy beers and shit, and I'm like, dude, I can't like, I could maybe drink one of those once a month. It's just too heavy, too fruity, you know. Yeah, no, I can't do them. I oh, a I don't like banana, so I couldn't do it then. But even like those super thick like smoothie beers, yeah, it's ropey, ropey, like we said. Thick, thick, ropey banana. Thumbs up your throat. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, the, the heaviest that I get with my beers is like a nice uh, hazy IPA. Like that's about as heavy as I like my beers. Even like even like super heavy stouts and stuff, I'm just not a fan of. I I got to be in the right mood. Yeah. And, well, that, and then I'll drink I mean, and then I'll yeah. drink one, you know, yeah. like when we do the 12 milkshake stouts at Christmas. Those are fine. I enjoy those. Yeah. But I would only do one. And then I switch over. I'm not going to drink a six pack. Of... And then I switch over to 36 bush lattes. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, James. Anyway, uh, that is what we're talking about. That's I did that wrong. That's what we're drinking. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. In three weeks. <laughs> Let's get into the bleed feed. James, a lot has happened in the last three weeks. I'm not going to bore you with three weeks worth of news. Thank you. Uh, outside of uh, obviously big stories, uh, the biggest stories of the week though come from CinemaCon, which has been taking place for the last like week or so. Okay. Uh, so lots and lots and lots of news coming out of CinemaCon. Uh, but before we get to there, we do have some deaths to get to. Mm-hmm. It's been three weeks. People die. You know, got to catch up. So. Uh, to start that, uh, we have... Why? They're not going anywhere. <laughs> that, uh, that's that's Sorry. super insensitive. Yeah, that's rude. All right. To start off here, uh, <laughs> Declan O'Brien has passed away at the age of 56. Uh, Declan O'Brien uh, is known to horror fans as being the director, if you're a fan of the Wrong Turn series. He directed Wrong Turn 3, Wrong Turn 4, and Wrong Turn 5. Uh, Wrong Turn 4 being... Maybe one of my favorites outside of two of the franchise. Uh, that's the one that take pl- that takes place in the snow on the ski resort. Oh yeah, uh, and it's just it's just a cool place to set a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though the acting was meh, the movie itself was <laughs> was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're just into schlocky slashers, schlocky slashers, schlocky slashers. Say that ten times fast. Uh, no, no word on uh, what he passed away from, but fifty six is yeah. incredibly young. Yeah, so that sucks. Uh, yeah, he awful. also directed Joyride three, Roadkill, and his opus twenty tens Sharktopus. 
Candy cane. So uh, there you go. Sharktopus. Sharktopus, baby. That is a big one. It's a big one. Like I said, it's, it's a big opus. one. Uh, so rest in peace, uh, Declan yes. O'Brien. Yeah, 56. Way too young, man. Yeah. Uh, next up here on the other end of the spectrum, at the age of 90, uh, Robert Morse has passed away. Robert Morse, uh, probably best well-known to horror fans uh, as Grandpa Munster in the uh, it was the the newer colored version of the Monsters movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played Grandpa Monster. Uh, didn't say again what he actually passed away from, uh, but he was nominated for seven Emmy Awards over his career, which is incredible. Winning in 1993 for American Playhouse. True. Uh, he was also in Mad Men. Did you watch Mad Men? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay, well, he played Burt Cooper in Mad Men. Right I, I also have never watched it. It's one of those shows that probably will get away from me for the rest of my life. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, rest in peace to Robert Morse. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <coughs> Sorry, it's that COVID. Um, Kathy Lampkin passed away this week at the age of 74 after what they're calling a short illness. Uh, she was in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, as well as reprising the character in uh, the beginning. She played the tea lady. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Yeah, so mm-hmm. she passed away this week. Um, she, uh, yeah, she was in that. She was also in No Country for Old Men with the Coen brothers, uh, as well as Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, The Astronaut Farmer, uh, Heartbreak Kid, a lot of other stuff that wasn't necessarily, obviously, uh, horror, but uh, she had she definitely got around in the industry and uh, was in a shit ton of stuff. So rest in peace to Kathy Lankin. Lampkin. Lampkin, sorry. Lampkin. And then the big one. This happened while we were in Nashville. The biggest of uh, of of the last couple weeks here. Uh, rest in peace to Critters, a new binge actor star, Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> God damn it, Critter! I didn't. I actually didn't know that he was in the new Critters. Uh, yeah, series. yeah, he is. <laughs> it's it's a shit movie, but he's good in everything he does. So, oh, is it a is it a movie? Yeah, a new. Uh, no, the new binge is the series. Yeah. Right? Because the, there, there was a series and a movie that came out at the exact same time. Yeah. And I, I'm assuming. To be honest with you, I'm forgetting what the new binge was now. I'm assuming new binge, like people binge series. So it it's a play. Yeah, on you're words. probably right. You're probably right. Fuck. I don't know why. I'm a smart guy sometimes. Um, let's be honest, though. He will always be Iago. <laughs> like, like, like when I think of Gilbert Gottfried, that honestly is that and the Affleck duck. I know it's crazy, but those are the two things my mind goes to the most. Well, that and, of all the things he's been in, that and one of the just the best comics of all time, mm. like his. Well, of course, his stand-up's amazing. His roast, like his, his, like him being on the roast dais was always amazing. Yep. Um. Yeah, dude, just a freaking legend, and an seemed like legend. a really decent, decent dude too. Oh, like yeah. a really nice guy. Yeah. Um, he... Sorry, go on. Mm. I was taking my drink of beer, so... Uh, he passed away at the age of 67, which, honestly, way too young. Uh, I know that he... It didn't say what illness he had, but I did read that he had been battling an illness for quite some time. Uh, it did come out. Oh, I, did it? Yeah, I can't remember what it was. It was a... Uh, it was something similar to MS, but I can't remember. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't remember... Uh, I can't remember exactly what it was. Okay. I'll see if I can find it in the next couple of minutes. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah, it'll be do. a correction. I apparently didn't uh, do my homework here as much as I should have. Uh, but that sucks, though. Gilbert Gottfried's a legend. 
Yeah. An absolute fucking legend. Yeah, that was um, that was a bummer. And 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 so close to cuz it was um I remember he posted a picture not long ago. I think it was after uh, I think it was after Bob Saget died. And it was really, it was damn. a picture of him, Bob Saget and Norm. Yep. All of them gone. And he's like and he's like, "Oh, like Two, two. Was it him? Was it those three? Was it Norm or was it? Um, or was it Artie Lang? Oh fuck, I forget. I can't remember. Yeah, because Artie Lang died. But right? point is though, all Artie th- Lang. Yeah, Artie, yeah, Artie yeah. Lang died. Point is though, but, all three of them are are gone. Yeah, everybody in the and and he and he said like, oh, these two of my best friends and they're gone and like now all three people in that. Um, yeah, dude, it's just awful. Yeah. It's oh, super- uh, recurrent, recurrent ventricular tachycardia. So. Uh, due to type two myotonic dystrophy. Okay. So n- muscular dystrophy, MS. Then. Um, well, myotonic dystrophy. I don't. I, I. don't think it's the same thing. Okay. Um, but yeah. Well, regardless, though, uh, it's a shame. Yeah. And uh, you know what? Cheer extra cheers for for Gilbert Gottfried. Yep. One of the big ones. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. So it is uh, myotonic dystrophy type 2. One of the two types of myotonic dystrophy is an inherited muscular dystrophy that affects the muscles and other okay. body systems. So, okay. yeah. Damn. So it was probably something that he had been struggling with for or battling for yep. a while and just, you know, never yep. really talked about it that much. So I just watched a documentary with him in it. It's called, so it's something like Can't We Take a Joke or something like that. And it's about comedians talking about cancel culture and how, oh, like, really? how comedy is dead because yeah. you can't say anything anymore. It's really, really good, and he's fantastic in it. You can, as long as you don't mind that there are going to be people that come after well, you for sure. saying the things the that you The point is, though, the culture we live in and, and all that stuff. Right, but, right. Um, okay, to move on here, like I said, most of the news is coming out of CinemaCon. I had no idea that CinemaCon was the place for breaking news anymore, mm-hmm. but apparently it is. <laughs> uh, almost everything I'm about to talk about has come from there. So strap, strap in, James. This has been this has been two shows in a row, not two weeks in a row, because yep. we haven't been here in three weeks. But I was listening to the last episode, and it's like, it's like every other sentence you're <laughs> very gassy. Well, get your dick out of my mouth, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, um, let's see here. Uh, the sequel that nobody was asking for is finally coming, James. What's up? The Nun Two. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Why? Right, right, on the, right on the almost heels of us watching the nun first and ripping it apart, we are getting the nun too. See that just on the bright side, you can only go up from here. Well, that's just well. Can you <laughs> really? It just proves that like I I don't like to think about James Wan as like a you know. Well, it's not him either. It's the fuck, no. It's the he's producing. Studio. It. Well, he's producing. Like, it, but. Well, I was gonna say I don't really think of James Wan as just like a you know smash and grab kind of guy, like a, like just out for the money. But it's not him. It's the studio. Sure, the studio just sure. thinks like, oh, we can. He would be dumb to more. not still put his name on it though to keep passive income coming again. And <laughs> really, and, and, and really though, <laughs> and you know, but 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 he does have creative control over it. In fairness, as bad as these movies are, or at least this one was like. He still does have say in these movies. Sure. So he wears that hat a little bit. Um, but The Nun 2 will be coming pretty soon here. Um, just just make it better. You know? Yep. Michael, okay, Michael Chavez, the guy that did Curse of La Llorona uh-huh. and The Conjuring 3. La Llorona. La Llorona. There you go. Uh, will be directing it. So I liked La Llorona better 
than the nun. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. hopefully that'll be good. Sure. Um, we have yet to watch the third Conjuring movie. Even though they're probably they're coming in the next the same couple movie. weeks. <laughs> yeah. Well, but one was better than the other. Sure. Yeah. Uh, hopefully Conjuring three will be coming in the next couple weeks. Here uh, we'll be doing it to finish out the uh, series. Sure. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how that one is. But um, and Bonnie Aaron's will be back as the uh, titular character. So there you go. Moving on here, uh, we have a title for the third Quiet Place movie, oh. and that is A Quiet Place, Day One. Day One. So it's a prequel, uh, and it's going to be directed by Michael Sarnowski, who just uh, is just directed uh, the Nicolas Cage movie Pig. You know that that like John that, that like John Wick type revenge movie that didn't actually have any action in it, and it was about finding a pig and not a dog. <laughs> I didn't see it, but like I'm still curious because oh, so it sounds I. like he just. He he cooked people into like he took out his or, or not cooked people but he took out his revenge on people by cooking nice meals for them. I like the idea of him cooking people better. <laughs> it just but like it it sounds like it sounds like if like uh, if fuck like Gordon Ramsay because Gordon Ramsay's got a temper right oh yeah but it sounds like if he was wronged. He would just go around cooking meals for people to get his revenge. Revenge is a is a dish served hot. <laughs> revenge is a dish best served fucking delicious. <laughs> dude, I would I watch it. that movie oh, for fuck sure. Yeah, I would, dude. Uh, anyway, though, like we said, it's a uh, it's a prequel to the original uh, to the original movie. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be coming out September twenty second, twenty twenty three. Cool, cool. Moving on here. Um, this is, this one is actually interesting. Dracula, the last voyage of the Demeter is a movie we haven't talked about in a long time. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been any news about it, but we thought we were talking about it because there's another Dracula movie coming out called Renfield. With, with I thought it. they were the same movie. Oh, really? They are not the same movie. So, okay. I didn't realize this. The last Renfield's voyage... a Nicolas Cage movie, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Renfield is the Nicolas Cage movie. The last voyage of the Demeter, Demeter, is, Demeter is being directed by Andre Overdahl. Oh, uh, and it's uh, and it's starring um, uh, Corey Hawkins and Zach Olwenses. Uh Corey Hawkins was in uh, Kong Skull Island. Uh, he was in The Walking Dead, some other stuff. Okay. Um, this one is the movie about the voyage from was it Transylvania to London? That trip voyage, that voyage where he leaves his mansion to go to London. It's basically the the piece of property that Renfield is there for to sign the paperwork and all that. The um, yeah. This is is it, is it to London? Yeah, I thought in it was ori- no. I th- in the, in the original movie, it's to London. Oh, I thought it was to the States. No, no, that reason. was that was the Dracula remake series we watched. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. So I thought that this was Renfield. R- it's right, not. right, right. Renfield's a completely different movie starring Nicholas Holt and Nicholas Cage. Okay, the two Nicks. The Nicks. Um, so uh, <laughs> Nicks on dicks. <laughs> a lot of people had uh, uh, nobody. Didn't knew what was going on with this movie until at CinemaCon they released footage from it. No hmm. one even knew that it was filming, apparently, because no one heard anything about it. But it's going to be coming January twenty seventh, twenty twenty three. Very exciting. Cool. On the heels of this, now speaking of Renfield, I learned a very interesting tidbit about Renfield this week. Do you know where that movie takes place? No. Michigan. Oh, really? Do you know what city that movie takes place in? Frazier. Warren. Ditch Warren. You were close. Really? Warren, Renfield, Michigan? The, the Nicolas Cage, Nicholas Holt starring 
<laughs> Dracula Renfield movie. Are they filming here? No. It's done being filmed. So they definitely didn't film it here. They might have come to town to do some exterior shots, and but there was no fanfare about it. Okay, but well, like, fuck off then. Kind of like Ghost Point Blank, how there was literally one shot of a car driving down Lakeshore. Listen. Um, but yeah, apparently it takes place in Warren. The and, and, and the official description from what I was reading was, the same place where Eminem grew up. <laughs> That's not true. Listen. I know it is, but yeah. Wait, Warren? Yeah, he was in South Warren. Eight Mile? Yeah. Yes, baby. That, oh, yeah. I I actually, I, I forget sometimes that Warren is fucking huge. It's Warren's massive. huge. But it's so weird, though, that this movie is taking place literally in our backyard. Yeah, that's rad. That's really cool. We used to live in Warren. Can I say something? Well, we practiced. Our band practiced in Warren. May I say something? Our guitar player was from Warren. <laughs> Go on. Two of our guitar Two players. Two of our guitar players. Because <laughs> they lived right next to each other. Let me say something real quick. Snyder. Rick Snyder. Mm. Fuck him. Fuck him. Right in his stupid butt. Could be <laughs> right in his Nestle. Because, because listen, kiss. Because listen, like not only this movie, like obviously this movie takes place in Warren, Michigan. Yep. If, 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 if the uh, the um, financial incentives that were put in place at one point in time were still in place, yeah, uh, the tax incentives they would have come and they would have actually filmed in Warren, Michigan, probably. Because why would you have a why would you have or a film least, or at least filmed a lot of it here? Filmed a lot of it here, right? Yeah, and absolutely. and then we could have had our chance to rub elbows with Nicolas Cage as Dracula. As Dracula, <laughs> oh my god, one. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like I'm still I'm still really salty about the whole like Rick Snyder's a piece of shit. Uh, absolutely, he is. So um, now that uh, I know that this is what it is, I need to read the script that I have on my computer. Why? What do you uh, have? I have a script here that's called Renfield. <laughs> yeah, I have the Renfield script. Where'd you get that? I, I got it a while ago. It's from... Where, it's, where'd you get that? It's from August of 2019. So really? I'm sure a couple of... Like, I'm sure things have changed a little bit. You know, this is an early draft, but I do have the draft, yeah, uh, on my computer here. Who? What? I'm going to read you the very Where? first page. I'm going to read you the very first page of the script. Okay? <laughs> Over black. Ominous score. Text appears on screen one line at a time. Dracula, Lord of the Vampires. For a thousand years, he's ruled a kingdom of darkness and blood from the castles of Europe. Attacked by his enemies and forced to flee, he exiled himself to the sewers beneath America. Oh my God. Specifically, a suburb outside of Detroit he's called ninja- Warren, Michigan. <laughs> he's a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> it's where Eminem went to high school. And wherever Dracula goes, so does his faithful servant, Renfield. Dude. <laughs> that is the that is the opening half page of the script of Renfield. Is Nicholas Holt playing Renfield? Yes. Okay. I believe this is gonna be is, it's so this, more comedy, I, I think. I was gonna actually, say this yeah. is gonna be a comedy movie. I believe that it is, yeah. I, I don't know that for sure, but it sounds like it. Uh dude. I think it's a more comedic take on it, yeah. This is <laughs> this movie's gonna be awesome. <laughs> I, I, it really is. It's gonna be great, especially after those photos that we that we got of uh, of Nicolas Cage in the crushed red velvet suit yeah. Oh, yeah. and everything. Oh my god, dude! Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be really good. All right, moving on though. That's 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 all about that. Moving on here. Uh, 
Let's see here. Uh, they released some Salem's Lot remake footage okay. uh, at CinemaCon, and uh, the social reactions are amazing to it. Apparently, they showed a trailer that is set to Daniel Johnson's Devil Town. Yep. Again, where this whole uh, this whole thing of putting an old song probably slowed down or whatever. Uh, but the uh, reactions to that are coming out to be incredible, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, there is uh, no release date for that yet. Let's see here. We have the Batman 2 is officially confirmed at CinemaCon, which we knew that because I'm pretty sure they had signed on for a trilogy. Well, yeah. But it is it is confirmed, though. Pattinson's returning. Um, Pattinson. Pattinson is returning. Um, so that's exciting. Uh, not too much other stuff on there. Venom 3 has been announced. I need to watch Venom 2 still with uh, Carnage and stuff. I need to watch Venom 1 still. <laughs> Uh, it, it's okay. It's it's fun. It's fun. That's all. Tom dude, Hardy does dude, a weird accent in it that I still can't figure out to this day. Superhero movies to me are like there's aside from putting aside the new Batman movie, which was actually like just a good movie. You know, mm-hmm. like it wasn't good for a superhero movie. It was actually a really good movie. Superhero movies to me are just they're. They're mostly mindless fun. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, I don't go into it expecting a fucking, you know, like a... Oddly enough, most of the time, though, they are that good. Well... You don't go into it expecting that, but a lot of times they they blow your expectations out of the water. I wouldn't say a lot of times. I would. I would. (laughs) Um, There's there's still, there's still, like, movies that are made for kids. Finishing up the uh, the CinemaCon train here, uh, we also did get confirmation that Sony is developing a fifth Ghostbusters movie. Oh. So that is happening. Which, we knew that that was the plan, at least, because they set it up for it. Fifth Ghostbusters, as in, like, continuing on from... From that story, okay. yeah. Okay, cool, so a sequel, yeah. a sequel to Ghostbusters... Uh, Afterlife. Afterlife. I right say evolution. I'm stu- yeah, I'm stoked about that. But uh, anyway, uh, James... What? What's new on Laser Ray? Damn it. I'm trying to pour a beer. Sorry. Damn it. I make it snappy because we're out of time. Oh, are we? (laughs) You took... (laughs) All right, here we go. You ready? Yes. Boom. Uh, Uma, starring Sandra Oh and Dermot Mulrooney, hit PVOD a couple weeks ago and will be hitting a a Blu-ray, just one (laughs) single (laughs) Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, The film, which was directed by Iris K. Shim... And produced by Sam Raimi and Zainab Azizi. That's a kind of a fun name to say. Zainab we'll, Azizi. Z- Zainab Azizi. Uh, we'll hit shelves on May 24th. The original Doctor Strange from 1978, which was a made-for-TV movie that served as a pilot for a proposed TV series, okay. just came to Blu-ray from Shout Factory. I'm into that. Uh, with a brand-new high-def transfer and... Uh, restoration from the original film elements and commentary from pop culture historian Russell Dyball and panel jumper host Cole Hornaday. Very cool name, Cole Hornaday. Uh, available now on Shout Hornaday Factory. Hornaday keeps the doctor away. Right? That's what I was thinking. Drew Goddard's 2011 meta masterpiece. I think that we could call it that. Uh, the Cabin in the Woods is getting a 4K Ultra HD release from Lionsgate. The release is not only exclusively available at exclusively <laughs> exclusively available at Best Buy, but it is also exclusively causing boners 
as it is packaged in a stunning steelbook package. Uh, Now for something near and dear to uh, not only my heart, but also young Michael's heart here. Giallo. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Arrow Video has announced that Giallo Essentials Black Edition, the third collection of its kind from Arrow, will be hitting shelves on July 26th and will include Silvio Amadeo's Smile Before Death, Francesco Mezze's The Weapon, The Hour, The Motive, and Giuseppe Bonatti's The Killer Reserved Nine Seats. It's like too many seats to reserve. That's the jacket jacket move when you're in a theater. (laughs) And you put your jackets down. <laughs> the whole movie is just like people walking in. And there's a guy sitting there with a knife. And he's like, oh, no, I'm waiting for some friends to show up. <laughs> and he just fucking stabs people. <laughs> I told you I was waiting for friends to show up. There's a start to win jacket on that seat. Did you not see it? <laughs> I'll stab you. Uh, although this set is sure to in please. The eye. <laughs> It's a very giallo move. <laughs> although the although the set is sure to please even though the most diehard giallo addict, some fans were disappointed that the set will not include Cannoli Cavatappi's 1975 masterpiece, the ruby encrusted lizard woman with two different colored eyes who screamed into the cat's asshole. <laughs> wow. Wow. Did you did you that, I'm assuming you made the name up too? No. No? No. Because I just want cannolis now. <laughs> Like, I know that this is probably racist. I need to see that movie. No, I need to see that movie now. What's it called again? Uh, the Ruby Encrusted Lizard Woman with Two Different Colored Eyes Who Screamed Into the Cat's Asshole. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, a modern masterpiece, Giallo. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to make a fake movie cover for that. I think a fake poster. Oh, that, dude. That needs to happen. Please do. <laughs> Please, I'll get it tattooed on me. Done. I swear I will. (laughs) All right. From Arrow Video, speaking of Giallo, uh, from Arrow Video in the UK and Synapse in the US comes Dario Argento's Ten... I never know how to say this. Is it Tenebra? Tenebrae. Tenebrae? Yeah. Okay. Tenebrae, which will come in a special 40th anniversary... It's not not, not, uh, from um, Jersey. You're Tenebra. You're Tenebra. You're Tenebra. (laughs) Uh, special 40th anniversary limited edition box set that is limited to 6,000 units featuring new artwork from Wes Benscoder, Ben Scotter, and another 2,000 units with the original Italian art exclusively from Diabolic. The release also features uh, an illustrated, illustrated collector's booklet, um, double-sided poster, and six double-sided postcard-sized lobby card reproductions. That's a a mouthful. And last but not least, the 1989 slasher Hell High, a.k.a. Raging Fury, will be hitting Blu-ray courtesy of Arrow Video with a brand new 2K restoration from the original camera negative, several new interviews, and a reversible sleeve featuring original and newly commissioned artwork by Ralph Krauss. Krauss. U.S. customers can pre-order now from Diabolic. I'm into that. I'm also into All that. right, that's it? Yes. All right, last bit of news here, James. Uh, if you've seen John Wick, right? Nope. What? <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. It's on my list, dude. Okay, you know what John Wick's about, though, mm-hmm. right? You know, you know the legacy yeah, of Yeah, somebody John Wick. kills a puppy, and then he gets pissed. And... If, if you had to have the creators of John Wick make a movie out of a classic video game franchise, 
Oh boy. What would you choose? Um uh 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 DJ boys. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Deep cut, my friend. Deep cut. All right. So Derek Colstad, uh, the the writer of John Wick, the original writer of John Wick, yeah, is currently penning Contra, an adaptation of Streets of Rage. Dude, I was gonna. Oh, why didn't I? I was gonna say Streets of Rage. Fucking dude, fuck John Wick, a John Wick version of a Streets of Rage yeah. uh, live action movie. So in. Oh my god, I'm dude, so in for this. I was gonna say that too, man. I'm so pissed at myself. Well, be pissed at yourself. I'm, I am. <laughs> hey, the original Marty McFly, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my God, that's who that was. That's Eric Stoltz, dude. Oh my God, you're. Oh, right. we're watching Anaconda right yeah, now. Yeah, I think it randomly came on. And... No, I put it on. Oh, you did. Yeah, hell yeah, oh, I did. Oh, okay, the brains of this operation <laughs> opens up. Anyway, though, Streets of Rage uh, is coming to theaters probably sometime in the next twenty years. Knowing how these movies get into production, but uh, <laughs> I'm just excited that this is even a thing that's uh, that's on the on the grill. Is Keanu going to be part it's of it? Cooking. I hope so. I hope he plays the chick. That'd be sweet. <laughs> I'm in, dude. Oh God. All right. Anyway, that's uh that's the news. Um, cool. Well, we're gonna take a little bit of a break, take in a little bit of this anaconda. <laughs> it came out weird. Came we're out gonna, real weird. We're gonna take in some of this anaconda. Man, J Lo. What a babe, right? And also young John Voigt, also a babe. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna do that, and then when we come back, we're gonna we're gonna get scary. We're yeah. gonna get s- scary with some Airbnbs. Yeah, yeah, I'm into it. The scare Bs. We got Jenny from the block and Johnny from the cock. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> we'll be back. I actually forgot Owen Wilson's in this movie. <laughs> Throughout this Dulce, faces ripped apart with hooks. A man slashing himself into a bloody pulp. And graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. Yeah. So you're browsing Airbnb. Yeah. Looking for a cool place to stay. Yeah. And then you see it. Yeah, I see it. It's the house. The one. It's the one. Yeah. Who doesn't want to stay in a house underwater? Me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Deep House from 2021. Um, This movie was directed by Alexandre Bustillo and Julian Mori, who did uh, the... The one of the craziest movies could come out of the early aughts inside. Ooh, yeah. Uh it's in the, we haven't done for the show yet. We'll do it one day. Well, I did it for the show. Early on. Oh when okay. we used well, to do like well, ten movies. We'll redo per it episode. one day for the show. Yeah. When we're looking for movies where it's talking about um Ooh, maybe it'd be like a good abortion show. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> dude. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Anything for a reaction out of you. Uh, they also did Leatherface, uh, the Texas Chainsaw sequel. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, this movie, I was super, super excited to watch. It's a haunted house movie that takes place completely underwater. Uh-huh. Like, that is a premise that is just so weird and wacky and out there that yeah. like I was drawn to. I'm like, an underwater haunt. What, what the fuck could you like... like 
the first thing going into it, I'm thinking to myself, how did they shoot this? This had to have been extremely difficult to shoot. Now, did you look into that more? Not at all. Okay. I know nothing about Neither it. Neither did I, which I wish we would have. It's I'm, legit I am, underwater, though. I'm curious, though. It's legit I mean, I'm underwater. sure it was yeah. like in a, you know, like in a... My a guess is that they dive sunk... Dive training pool or something Yeah, like my that. guess is that they sunk an actual built house underwater. Oh, yeah. They had to have. Yeah. The movie's very obviously underwater, and they, they really did it the way that they shot it. Right. Um. <laughs> And it's a it's a really really cool premise. Uh, the synopsis here: uh, a young modern couple, because they have to be modern, right? <laughs> a young and modern couple who go to France to explore an underwater house and share their findings on social media undergoes a serious change of plans when the couple enters the interior of a strange house located at the bottom of a lake, and their <laughs> presence awakens a dark spirit that haunts the house. That synopsis is fucking terrible because it repeats the same goddamn thing. Does it? The findings I, of social media undergoes a serious change of the plans when the couple enters an interior they go of a to strange France. house located at the they bottom of the They go to France living. to explore an underwater house, but their plans change when they go to an underwater house. <laughs> okay. That is That's... the worst description. Fucking IMDb. It never fails. And Josh, I was going, no... to, I was going to Kroger to go shopping, <laughs> and then plans changed when I went to Kroger to go shopping. And Josh, I know you're thinking of this. We will not stop using IMDb synopsises because they're the best. Yeah. But um, this movie is starring Camille Rowe. Camille Rowe has actually been in a ton of stuff. Uh, uh, my was, Dreams. Ooh, hey, ooh, ooh. Uh, she was in Kong Skull Island. She yep. was in uh, a shit ton of other stuff. Um, there you go, bud. I know, right? <laughs> uh, ja- uh, she plays Tina. Uh, James Jagger. Does he have moves like Jagger? Who knows? Uh, plays Ben. Uh, Tina and Ben are the couple that are scuba diving. They're the ones looking for all their stuff. Uh, Eric Savan plays Pierre, the helpful local that brings them to the secluded lake. So helpful. Right? <laughs> uh, and oh, then... uh, I guess that would be a good time to say. Spoilers ahead. Oh, God. All the spoilers. The yeah. deep spoilers, if the you will. The deep. The deepest of all the spoilers. Okay. Um, starts off uh, in Ukraine. How topical. Of course, yeah. <laughs> right? Yep. Um, I, I find it funny that like they're training for this whole thing. Like They know they're going to France to d- dive in this lake that supposedly has ruins down there and whatnot like he's a ruin porn kind of guy like he may he's a youtube channel that he's trying well, to make money their youtube off of. their youtube channel is tb urbex so it's t- uh tina ben urban exploration yeah so they're yeah they're like uh yeah like a blight blight porn kind of they basically want to and don't get me wrong there's money to be had. Oh, sure. In that kind of because I, I actually i, I actually that find stuff myself yeah, yeah i find myself watching urban exploration channels quite often um, but, uh, yeah, they're trying to make it big, but they just haven't hit that sweet spot yet. He's getting like, he's getting like 50,000 views. What are you? Yeah. He wanted, he wanted it to be a lot more than that. He's like, it's only got 50,000 views. Motherfucker. Try to have a podcast. <laughs> 50,000 views. We'd be sitting pretty. <laughs> well, but I, I actually don't know. Like on YouTube, when can you start? Like, when do you start to it's, I think it's well before that. Before fifty thousand, I, I mean, how else are they? How else are they financing their travels around the world? They got to be making money off it, right? Well, they also, I mean, they didn't they they worked for a university prior to this, so maybe they just took their savings. That's true. I and, suppose you know, that's hit the true. road. You um, know I mean? but it's funny though. She's training for underwater. She's holding her breath underwater. She's like, I only did two minutes, and then immediately lights up a cigarette. 
No shit, Dude. you could only do two minutes. Stop fucking smoking. Same thing I was thinking. <laughs> well, she's they show her, because they go and they do this place in Ukraine, and it's creepy and and whatever. It's not yeah. it's you know it's not that amazing. It would make for a a decent watch on YouTube, right? Sure, just a decent watch. Sure. Cut to three months later, she's in a bathtub in a hotel room, submerged under the water, trying to hold her breath for as long as she can, and she's only holding her breath for a minute twenty two. Yeah, and <laughs> and she comes out of the hotel room, and he says, "What was your time?" So it's like pretty obvious that they've been training to hold their breath for a long time. Well, sure. She lies and says, oh, like three minutes, which, by the way, three minutes is pretty damn good. It's not bad. It's not, <laughs> it's not bad. It, for 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 normal people, three minutes is pretty good. I feel like I hit three minutes once. Really? Literally once. Really? Remember how I was doing that at the beginning of 2020? I, I like do, I yeah. Those. I, two minutes is easy. Yeah, but you three also three minutes. The difference between two minutes and three minutes, though, is huge. Yeah, I think I hit three minutes minute. literally once. Did you really? Yeah. Fuck that, dude. Holding your breath sucks. It really does. I like it. I I think it's a fun exercise. I really do. I was. Like, I, I I kind of enjoy it. I'm not gonna get into this right now, but I I'll send you this video about this person. It's it's this person teaching you how to hold your breath for longer mm-hmm. and the psychology behind David Blaine. No, it's not. I mean, David. You He's know, actually really good. David Blaine's yeah. crazy. Can yeah. do it for like seven minutes or something yeah. like that. But um, no, it's like the psychology behind how you train yourself to hold your breath for longer. It's a it's a very interesting thing. I'll send it to you sometime. But uh. She lies to him. It's kind of like and when she's you're having a- sex and you're trying not to blow early. You think about like grandpa, right? Yeah, you think about baseball stats yeah. and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher on a cold day's night. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher naked on a cold day. Naked, that's it. Um, and so, and so, yeah, I, I had the same thought that you had. He's like, Stop he says, smoking. he says, what was your time? And she says, oh, like three minutes. And he's like, it's not bad. It's not bad. And then he lights up a fucking cigarette and hands it to her. I was like, hey, dum dum, put out the square and hold your fucking breath. Hey, dum dum. <laughs> like, if you're trying to hold your breath for longer, smoking butts isn't how you're gonna yeah, do it, dude. Uh, well, I mean, smoking her butt might not be <laughs> so bad, but just butts, <laughs> just just stop suck. puffing ass, man. <laughs> just sucking farts right out, man. Like, but also, oh who's my a, god, like who still smokes cigarettes? I have French people. Oh, dude, <laughs> Fr- she's French. She's, no, she's not French no, though. She's, not she's French. American. She's American, her and she can was speak French. French. But- um whatever close enough I, dude, um, like when i see people smoking cigarettes nowadays i'm just like and i used to smoke yes me me too me too like i used to smoke i used to think i was dope because yeah. i smoked cigarettes and now I you see, ain't dope if you smoke <laughs> no, I, now i see people smoking <laughs> cigarettes and i'm just like you're a fucking idiot dude yeah i i i 100 agree like who who still it's not 100 agree. it's not cool anymore I don't know, but some um, people, but some people still kind of look cool smoking cigarettes. Okay, so they let's do. let's get down to the nitty gritty here. Let's be honest. Let's get down to the nitty. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. What did you actually think of this movie? So, the concept. I okay. All, all you needed to say is those two words. Yeah. I know exactly where you're going. <laughs> the concept, very cool, fantastic, very right? cool, yeah, very intriguing. <clears throat> um, because this is my it's my nightmare, like. Finding an underwater haunted house. I am it's a very specific nightmare. <laughs> but I, I get very specific in my dreams, dude. Uh I have like 
I have equal parts fascination with things that are underwater mm-hmm. and also terror of sure. things oh, that yeah. are underwater. My sister has just the terror. She terrifies me too. Like she can't. <laughs> Dude, same. <laughs> I had to grow up with her. But like she can't look at things underwater. Like when she like I'll I'll every once in a while like a I'll fish send tank? Huh? Because she get freaked out by a fish tank? Even a fish tank. No, you know what I'm saying though? Like like we went we went uh canoeing when when we were younger and like every time a log like we'd go by a fallen tree underwater, yeah. she'd look at it and she'd just be like uh-huh. like uh-huh. and it's just, just something about underwater like submerged objects that freak her out so every once in a while i'll send her pictures of shit that like you know there's that um you know there's that giant statue don't send your sister pictures of your shit shut shut up dude logs you know there's that giant statue of jesus that's submerged underwater yeah yeah. and it's like four stories high and there's a there's like a really famous picture of a diver and 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 it's taken from probably like 50 yards out and you just see the tiny little diver like in front of jesus and jesus is like and it's it's not super clear water, so it's. I sent that to her, and she had anxiety for like a week over it. Really? <laughs> oh yeah, big time. Oh wow. And I'm kind of like that too. Like I I like diving down and seeing things underwater, but I I also it. I'm kind of the same way with like large buildings. Like I'm standing next to a large building, like a skyscraper, yeah. and I think it's really awesome. But at the same time, there's a part of me that's very like filled with anxiety about yeah, it i'm i'm the same way with water i'm the same way provided i if i can see what's under me i'm good if it's so deep to where it's black then i'm not good so what That's, about so what about like crystal clear water right yeah like you see those pictures of people who go out like miles into well, the when ocean we run uh torch lake it's a 400 foot lake but that you can see straight to the bottom and i'm fine with it. i'm talking about like like the ocean there's parts of the ocean that are crystal clear. You can see for hundreds and yeah. hundreds of yards, but it's so deep that at some point it still looks clear, but it's just like a deep blue vastness. Yeah. Like, does that? No, I'm just strictly afraid of the dark. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't like the blackness underneath me. I like when we were in Hawaii, I swam out and oh, I. Yeah, we, we, we know the, the bouncy ball uh, story. The bouncy ball. Yeah. But like I got to the point where I was far enough out to where I looked. I was I was down about 20, 30 feet and I looked out and I just like, I Nothing. couldn't see anything past like. I yep. could see, it felt like I could see forever, but I was seeing nothing at the same time. And it just like, yeah, gives yeah. you the heebie jeebies a little bit. Well, what if you found a house at the bottom of that? That would scare the shit out of me. And that's why I'm saying, like, this is equal parts my nightmare and also my fascination. Like, if you were, like, when Pierre says, swim 50 yards out and then follow the stairs down. Yeah. What? I'm I'm fascinated by Dude, that. This, like, like, ugh. wait, we gotta find the stairs, right? Come on. <laughs> so they find a sweet, like, perfectly conditioned car first, which is cool, right? It, I'd be like, pull that shit up, we're selling it. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I've seen I've seen these uh, these restoration uh, shows. I think like as soon as because they they get to a mausoleum first. Yeah, I think I would. Well, no, it's not a, a crypt. It's a crypt. It's which a, what's ends a, up with, no, it's, he, it's a single crypt. Well, he calls it a mausoleum. Uh, well, a mausoleum, it's, it's, a mausoleum, and a crypt are essentially the same no, thing. No, mausoleum, a mausoleum is where tons of people are at. A crypt no, no. is like a family thing. No, mausoleum. Point is <laughs> it, that that comes back into play though because it serves as the exit at the at the end of the movie. Oh, spoilers, dude. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I I need to ask you though, what is your overall feeling of the movie? Um, we started here and we got a little off track. I great in concept. Great concept. 
um, the execution at first felt pretty effective. Mm -hmm. And then toward the end, I was like, yeah, 100%. I, I, I I literally thought the exact same thing. The, there of all these scares they tried to give you in this movie, there was only one effective jump scare. Was it the fish? The fucking fish. <laughs> that we both we fish. both jumped on the couch. We're it was like, really, what the fuck? It was really good. Yeah. And yeah, and, and like you it's almost like it was the most obvious place for a jump scare to be, yeah. too. Like, oh, we opened this little door and you'd think like that's where a jump scare would be. Fish. But it's a fish. <laughs> like it's a fucking catfish. Like yeah. It's and this movie this movie was kind of heavy on the like the cheap jump scares. It tried to be at least, yeah. They weren't all effective. That's the, that's the problem. Like I I feel like the 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 the, the premise the the premise is yeah well obviously the premise is good but the execution of the movie was probably so difficult to pull off. Yeah, being they were shooting everything underwater <clears throat> that everything else sort of. They were more focused on making a movie that was in a house underwater, and they forgot to make a scary movie. Well, so here's like that's how I felt. So here's what I kept doing. I kept I kept like bringing myself back to because these are these these this is a couple who they want to be YouTube. You know they want they want their urban exploration page to be um, really hot on YouTube. Yeah. And so what I kept doing because I would I would start to feel myself being kind of pulled out of the story and just being like, eh, this isn't that great. But then I would go, what if I was actually watching this on YouTube? And it was a real video on YouTube. And so like I would I would force myself back into the mindset of I'm a I'm a guy surfing YouTube and I I just happened upon upon this this particular video. Yeah. And then I would get back into it. I'd be like, okay, this is pretty fucking scary. Like, if this was, if I was actually watching a YouTube video and it didn't seem like it was set up for intentional scares, if I was watching this, it would scare the shit out of me. The problem with that, though, is that their reactions to things that they saw weren't legit. Like, they had virtually no reaction to finding two dead bodies chained up in a house. Two dead bodies wearing scary masks. Yeah. There was virtually no reaction to perfectly it. preserved in this weird house with a mausoleum outside. Like yeah, that's I, yeah. I also thought too that the way because obviously those those two people they they become part of the story. Yeah, they're like the the ghosts, if you will. I don't even know what you would call them. Are they ghosts? Are they because there's because there's demonic stuff too in the house. Yeah, to me, I to me, I like my takeaway was more of a like it was a sold our souls kind of thing. Okay, you know. Well, regardless of which, the the bodies end up coming back to life, whatever, and they're chasing them. Right. I thought that it was a bit ridiculous that these. I know that it's supposed to take place in the tangible world, and those bodies are physical bodies still. But like, it would have been more effective to me if the bodies weren't restricted by the water weight. Mm. Like, if they would have been able to move freely through the water without the restraints of pushing against the water. They, you know, didn't, like, like, they didn't look like they were swimming through yeah, the exactly, water. Yeah, exactly. Like there Why was, would a ghost need to swim? There were a few you know? brief moments where they were just, like, walking on the ground, you know? Yeah, where it but looked, it was still slow. Well, it was I mean, still like they were walking through water. Like I, I mean, feel it, like if, I mean, it would be, though. Yeah, well, I, just I guess feel it's like only if they in, were... 
in that respect, though, you're, we're talking about supernatural stuff going on. We're, like, I feel like it would be more scary if, if, if the protagonist or the antagonist rather had a leg up on on the victims. But you, know? you think it would look cool if they were actually just literally like walking across the floor, like the way you would walk across the floor? I don't know if floor? that's the answer, but just something to where it wasn't like so human. Like they didn't look like a threat, put it that way. Like they didn't feel like a threat because they were moving so slow underwater too. Yeah. You know, and not in a way that like a, a slow zombie moves or whatever, like that's different. Well, it was kind of cool where like the, so like when they came back to life, the couple were... Uh, swimming away as quick as they could and they were kind of doing the you know the Jason in the woods kind of thing where uh, the couple would look forward and, and their cameras were rolling and you would see them swimming through like three rooms of the house and they'd look back and the, the, the two people were always right there yeah which was kind of creepy yeah Um, and there was the I thought the scene when uh, what the hell is his name Ben yeah when Ben so they they tried to go up the chimney and then all the debris fell, and they got separated. Ben ended up in the in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. I did think that the scene where the 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 woman first came into the room, and Ben like sh- shimmied under the bed, and she was walking across the floor. I thought that was pretty creepy. Yeah, that it, but was... it it mostly had to do with the music though. The yeah. music and like the weird her she had like bow legs. Like they just here's to swim with bow legged women. <laughs> It's to swim in with bow-legged women. Um, uh, no, that, I that I scene actually you. was pretty creepy. Yeah, but then it just it was okay. Here's okay, dude. Here's a trope that I hate. If Lay it's it on me. if it's done incorrectly, and it was done incorrectly in this movie. Real quick, yeah. Does this trope have to do with being in the drink? N- no, like in the water. No. They're not in the water. No. Okay. So remember that because okay. I I feel like you have something to say too. Okay. Here's a trope I hate. When you're dealing with the supernatural, and and it's if it's done wrong, if it's done right, it's creepy. If it's done wrong, which it was done wrong in this movie, I hate it. Um, like they get separated, the woman comes into the room, and and you don't see what happens to Ben, <clears throat> and then uh, Tina comes and finds him. And all of a sudden, he's, he's, we're okay now. <laughs> Just come with me. Yeah. Follow me. We're okay now. We need to go to the cellar. And she's just listening to him. Like, and, and she, well, she tries to stop him at first. Like, no, Ben, we don't want to go to the cellar. No. Come with me. There's, there's very, if, if the she's cellar. hearing what we're hearing, there's very obviously a change. Yeah. Yeah. And she thinks he's in shock, but also you literally saw the reanimated bodies of two dead people walking around. So yeah. he's like, uh, he's, he's. So this, is that what happened? Like, Did he get like possessed by them basically? Well, yeah. Is that what happened? Okay. Uh, something like that. We think, right? they don't really explain it. It just kind of happens. Yeah. It, I think it was more like maybe. <laughs> Because it wasn't, he wasn't possessed by one of them. It was like he was possessed just by the, not the house really, but just like maybe what was going on in the house. Yeah. I, I guess it might have had some like so, sort of demonic, you know, mojo going on. Sure, sure. But just like when, <laughs> I hate that trope, like the, where somebody is all of a sudden like, just very, like, it's what. Like, everything is okay. We're going to be okay. If you're in a situation where it's life or death, 
And then somebody suddenly gets really calm and they're like, everything is fine now. Yeah. The, you don't listen. You're just no. like, okay, no, dude, I'm I'm out. Like, you're yeah. not going to listen to that person. Yeah. It's a stupid trope. I don't like it. And it's very rarely done properly. Sometimes it's done really well and, and, it, and it works. And when it does, it's creepy as shit. Well, again, it, like we it talked fi- about. It just fell flat in this again, one. Again, what we're talking about, this, the movie stopped being good at the scares because it was more focused on its its idea right than the movie itself when they were when they were when they first got into the house and they were just exploring the house i was cool i was all in dude yeah i was all in the fuck the piano suddenly like rang a couple notes i was like Mm -hmm. dude that's rad or the song came on like and and like she she could like but you you had a scene like the song came on and only she could hear it and that was kind of creepy like mm-hmm. why is you know what's going on? and especially it's that it's well, that, there was you don't know me like that yeah. fucking that old like that's creepy and then all of a sudden she's being attacked by chains and and two dead people and the, that whole thing the, where that whole thing where she's getting sucked down by the chain that was just it went on for like was, 5 oh, minutes yeah, dude yeah it was too it's much terrible i thought there were the scene at the end where they're going through the dining room and the lights and the chandeliers starts to flicker on and off that should have been at the beginning yeah that should have been one of the first things that they saw not at the end it was way less effective at the end although at that point she like the flickering served to show the reanimated body of the dude coming toward her, which well, was yeah, but which was still, all right. I I did think that the ending was very unexpected. I didn't expect the the movie to just end the way that it did. I um, kind of did just because she lied about how long she could hold her breath. Here's a question. I I don't think I don't, she should have even gotten that far though. I don't think you're gonna be able to answer this, and I can't answer it either. I need to look it up, but. Yep. So the reason you can't surface quickly after you've been scuba bends. diving is because you get the bends, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're not, if you're no longer breathing compressed air, can you I have no can idea. you surface as fast as you want? I think you, you want? still have compressed air in your system though, because you've been breathing it the entire time before. Then it it takes time for compressed air. Well, to here's filter if through you your body. if you free dive, if you free dive. You can go down as deep as you want, as long as you're not crushed. That's true. And then you can surface as fast as you want, and you won't get the the, That's true. the bends because the the whole thing is like, uh, if you're breathing compressed air, but there's like last, an overabundance last, of nitrogen in your bloodstream. But your last bit of breath though would have been compressed air coming up from that. But she could have just whoo, let it out, well, and not then gonna, you no longer. Gonna, have, but you're not going to do that because you need to hold your breath to get to the surface. Well, you. I don't know. When out. I'm swimming underwater, I continuously let air out. Do you not? No. You don't? No. Oh, I, like I I breathe out of my... When I'm swimming underwater, I'm breathing out of my nose the whole oh, time. Oh, not. Oh, really? I am when I feel like I'm out of breath and I need to surface, I'll do it, but not when I'm... Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Maybe, maybe... I don't know what's right or wrong, but... So that's um, something I'd like to... Because she was swimming very fast toward the surface, so I... So did she die because she... Well... Spoiler alert, she died. She died. Did she die because she... She ran out of breath. And it's like... She drowned. And it's like five meters from the surface, which is just like yeah, a fucking yeah. heartbreaker, right? Yeah. Did she drown or did she get the bends? I no, don't think she, she drowned. Got, okay. She straight up drowned. She yeah. had no breath left. That's such a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a bummer ending. I'll, I'll give them credit, though, for going there. Not many movies would do that. Yeah. So I'll definitely give them credit for that. Right. Um. 
did you watch the uh, after credit scene? Uh, no. Yeah. No. What was the after credit scene? It's very short. Okay. It's oh, just... oh, I did. No, no, I did. I did. How Pierre is leading two other people more. Yeah. Down so there. it's yeah. two. Like you see, just two. Yeah. Pierre, two, two other girls leading them basically. Yeah. So Pierre ends up being the son of the two people who are uh, dead in the house, mm-hmm. and they were basically like sacrificing children in the village. Oh, I didn't get the fact that he was their son. Yeah. Oh. Oh, they mention it like several times throughout the movie. Did they? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, because Ben sees the family tree on the wall and he says, oh, Pierre, you motherfucker. Pierre, you motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get it now. Yeah. So he's the, well, and then they, and then when they were doing the projector, the projection room thing. Which a projector wouldn't work underwater like that. I'm just putting that out well, there. Well, obviously, the place is haunted. <laughs> just No, no, no. Not even the fact that the projector wouldn't work. Light wouldn't... The place is haunted, dude. Sorry. I couldn't oh. get past that. <laughs> Dead bodies wouldn't walk around underwater Dead bodies either. everywhere! <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, they, they tell that they tell about them in the story too because yeah. uh, the 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 little girl got shot in her bed. The two parents got strung up in the basement, mm-hmm. and then Pierre escaped. And so Pierre is continuously bringing people back to the house to be sacrificed. Gotcha. So okay, fair enough. Yeah. Overall, uh, like I can't recommend this movie to people. Like it, it's it's an interesting watch. Like if you're into just a weird oddball kind of like weird funky kind of mo- like horror movie sure but like it's not well made i would enough. say i would say like the first half of it is worth a watch and then the second no, I'm half not gonna, i'm not gonna recommend half a movie to i know i'm just i don't know like the first the first half of it to me was worth it and then the second half just kind of fell apart but if you're asking me overall is this a good movie no no it's not, not really I, no no the hype did not live up to to the uh the expectations, rather, did not live up to the, the product. Right. Yep. Just didn't. Yeah. Um, okay. So, moving on then to The Night House from 2020, directed by David Bruckner, who did uh, one of our favorites, The Ritual. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. A synopsis. Uh, a widow begins to uncover her recently deceased husband's dirty little secrets. Oh. Um, starring Rebecca Hall, who's Ruh. been... Rebecca Hall. Rebecca Hall, who's been in an absolute ton of stuff. I think I said Camille Rowe was in Kong versus uh, <laughs> Co- uh, uh, Kong Skull Island. That was Rebecca Hall. I had my my people mixed up. Oh, Rebecca Hall was in Kong Skull Island. And Who were you mixing um, her up? Bu- the girl from the from the uh, Deep House. It was the main girl from the Night House who was in Skull Island. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong. That's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. There you go. That's the one. <laughs> Um, yeah, she plays Beth, who is the main character of the story, whose husband, uh, spoilers, uh, commits suicide, uh, in the movie, and she's reeling from her husband's death and trying to deal with it, and that's basically what this entire movie is about. Uh, you have Sarah Goldberg, who plays, like, her best friend, Claire. Um, you have, uh... Sarah, Sarah Goldberg looks weirdly like Hayden Panettiere. Yes! Yes! Like, just, like, a little, just, like, a couple years older. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Really weird. 100%. Uh, uh, Vondi Curtis Hall, who plays Mel, my favorite character of the movie. Yeah. Mel's great. Uh, and then you have Evan Joe. Uh, Johnny Kite. Johnny Kite. Who Yo- plays, or probably Yona Kite. Yona Kite, yeah. Who plays Owen, the uh, suicide victim in question. And then you have Stacy Martin, who plays Madeline. She is the. Uh, she's the, the other, if you will. <laughs> the other. The other gal. Yeah. 
Um, I fucking love this movie. I did too. Loved it. I did too. And it's weird. I expected to like the Deep House more just because of how, just because of the premise of it. <clears throat> and I knew nothing about the, the Night House going into it. I really didn't either. I watched the trailer, but even from the trailer, you really don't get a good sense of Not at all. what's going on in Not this movie. Not at all. The, the the trailer gives away some key moments that I wish it wouldn't have. Yeah. But yeah. that being said though, like it's some still of the great. some of the cool visual elements of the movie yeah. are given away in the trailer, which is sort of a bummer. So I would say if you haven't watched the trailer for um The Night House The Night House don't don't and just go watch it. Yeah, take our word for it, go yeah. watch it. Um I will say this. I I, I hate to say this because you always make fun of me, right? This movie is definitely oh, suspenseful. It's a mood piece. Definitely suspenseful. Oh it's definitely a thriller. Please say it. It's a mood piece. Oh my this, God. The movie, <laughs> this the movie, the movie lives though in the the it lives in the spaces between the action. Like that's where this movie shines. That's what Dave Matthews was talking about. In the space between your it's a good song. Lies. It's a good song, in fairness. Um the, uh, yeah, this movie though has there's really good scenes of just creepy what the fuck, but like those scenes are few and far between, and the real drama of the story though is is again in between those like scenes. Yeah, and it works. Yep, and absolutely works. I know that you are itching to talk about your theories about this movie, so major spoilers again. We're gonna deep dive into. Listen, this. my theories about this movie have almost. I want to hear yours first. No, no, <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. Because okay. because mine has to do with another movie. Okay. Oh, that's weird. Like okay. tying into another movie. Babadook. No. Okay. So let's right, so, let's get into it. Okay. So Beth. Is the widower of Owen. Yep. Owen, uh, apparently, they had a great marriage. Owen built this amazing house for her, but with his bare hands. Yeah. They were living out there. Beth had dealt with some depression and some darkness in her life beforehand, but Owen was always the guy that, like, lifted her out of it. Like, he was he was the other half of the, the yin to her yang, if you will. Yeah. And Owen one day goes out on the rowboat because they live on this fancy, swanky beat, uh, like, lake house. And he goes out in the boat and uh, shoots himself in the head. Yep. Kills himself. And so the movie is Beth reeling from that. It starts at the funeral, and it's just her not, I would say, coming to grips with it, but she can't come to grips with Owen's death. She's a wreck. She's an absolute wreck. She's drinking heavily every night. She's not sleeping well. And throughout all of this... Seems she, she honestly seems to be toughing it out. Pretty she tries well, but like to be, to, yeah. to a fault though. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like too much. She's she's trying to put on a strong face, and you know internally she's not coping well. Yeah, uh, her uh, her neighbor Mel is this uh, <clears throat> older gentleman who's like taking care of her boat for whatever, and he's just just this just nice, a solid dude, nice solid older dude. Yeah. that's just like taking care of whatever. Um, Beth starts to have some occurrences in the house that are creepy. Yeah, <laughs> creepy as fuck. We were watching this movie, Chris and I, the other night. Yeah, and we both paused. We paused the movie, and we both looked at each other. I'm like, "Did you hear that?" And we swear to fucking god, like our our rafters, like in the the, the top of our house, started creaking. We're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> you know, of course, you hear weird house oh, settling course, things yeah. when you're watching these kind of movies. Um, but she starts 
hearing weird things. The radio pops on in the middle of the night playing a song that means a lot to her. Yeah. Um, there's just really weird shit that starts happening in the house. And <laughs> there, there's a jump scare in this movie. There's several jump scares in this movie. They're not they're not cheesy though. They're no, like they're inventive. They're yeah, and there's one in this movie. So I started I started this when I was I was uh I had to watch part of it just like sitting watching it on my phone. I had my earplugs my uh earphones in. And the first one of the first big jump scares, it's not just a a typical jump scare with where it's just like musical sting like bam and yeah. then you're and then you're done like the scare's over. It lasts for like twelve seconds. Is it the silhouette in the glass door? No. Okay. What it's is the it? fu- I mean, that's scare. That's not really a jump scare. That's more like a. That's more like a like your like your balls tighten up. Yeah. Like oh, you pucker butt. <laughs> yeah. Like no, it's it's when it's when uh, um uh what the hell's her name? What was a friend's name? Claire. Uh, Claire. Claire comes over. She's concerned. Like they go out to to for drinks with the a couple other teachers and stuff. And Claire comes back to the house, and and Beth ha- is laying on her lap, and she's like, "Do you want me to? Do you want me to go?" And she's like, "Oh." And Beth's like starting to fall asleep. She says, "Why don't you just stick around until I fall asleep?" And then as soon as she falls asleep, the fucking radio pops on, and no. it's. It's not only the radio, but it's also like screams at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's and it goes on for like twelve seconds. And have you ever been so discombobulated that I like I didn't jump, I didn't say anything. You just go, my whole my whole because I have my earphones my earphones in and like there's pretty good sound on this. My whole body just tightened up for that whole twelve seconds. I just went <laughs> and then the Did your first, eyes go crossward like and then too? it stopped and i'm like oh my god dude that was like exhausting my whole yeah, body oh, yeah. just tensed up for yeah, like 12 good. seconds um and that was a it, it, and it was like you said it was pretty inventive because it was not just a it was it was not just a jump scare it was like a it was like a we want you to suffer scare yeah for a couple oh, yeah. for a couple seconds and like to put yourself in the position of like one second you're falling asleep with your head on your best friend's lap and then the next second you wake up in a house by yourself yep. with the fucking radio blaring and screams and underneath the underneath the screams and the radio uh activity there's a voice going that's yelling her name and it's saying beth the door beth like that's fucking yeah it's so creepy well it's also creepy that every time she falls asleep she wakes up in a different place yeah she attributes it to sleepwalking yeah which is a thing that owen did when he was alive uh there's there's so many there's so much connective tissue in this movie that doesn't make sense at first and like i went back and i rewatched a lot of these scenes uh, afterwards when I was thinking about stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is one of those movies where the ending is not just like linear. Like it's not just an ending that everyone's going to get. Like you have to, it's a movie where you sit and you think about it and you put pieces together. Uh-huh. Right. Um, and I love that about it. It's not over. It's not overt at all. Um, at the end of the day, cause I want to get into our, our theories about the movie. 
Uh, at the end of the day, it, it turns out that her husband was. She finds these books in in his in his belongings, basically, and they're all like there's 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 these books about mazes, and there's books about like um uh, like deity stuff, like weird like satanic um oh it's satanic, but like it's you know the, it's the Ars 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 Goetia. I don't I don't know if that's how you say it. Sure. It's essentially the it's essentially a book that's um um like a how to guide for summoning demons. Demon summoning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like there's all that and then she finds plans to her house. Like it's it's a blueprints to the house that he built and then once they get to the middle of the book there's plans for a different house that's completely mirror imaged. Right. And there's a there's a part in the movie where she she's going through one of these episodes and she's out by the water and she sees a house on the other side of the lake that looks exactly like her house and mm-hmm. she goes over there she's standing outside of the house and it's literally the same house mirror image. Uh, now correct me if I'm wrong on this, the house that she's standing outside of right mm-hmm. it looks like a finished version of her house. Right. The outside's finished but the inside is unfinished. Is that am I am I, am I or, the, or are we think of two different things? Here? The first time that she goes over there at night, yeah, she's having sort of an episode. Okay, so when she goes over there, it's more of a vision. Yeah, so she goes over there and she sees a finished house, and then she sees a woman in the top floor. And then she goes inside, and then she goes in, inside and she and sees herself. But it's completely unfinished. It's all, no, the first time she walks in, it's finished. She walks in and she sees herself laying on the couch, and then all of a sudden she wakes oh, up. Oh, you're right. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. oh, it's the it's one of the coolest shots it's of the movie. It's so weird. She wakes up in that position. So like it's like she walks in on herself, right? Mm-hmm. The door opens, but then all of a sudden it cuts to her waking up on the couch and seeing the door open. Yeah. And then she goes over to close the door, but the shot is set up. So like the shot. Everything is everything. All the furniture is set up on the left side of the room and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then the camera watch like you see her move past the camera, and then all of a sudden she moves off to the right, and you realize that the shot that you were seeing was actually the camera pointed at the mirror. Yeah. So she goes over and she closes the door, and then she turns back around, and when she looks. Everything's back everything's to back on the other side yeah, of the room. The, the the cinematography and the, and and the direction of this movie is so good. Yeah, it's so fucking good. Yeah, um, it's worth it to mention that uh, like David Bruckner, like his, we saw this in the ritual too, like his grasp of mythology, like weird mythology things and like everything else. It's like t- it's top notch. Yeah, like, like he's carving out a very specific like type of movie that he makes. Like like his signature type of movie, right? And it, it, I don't know. It's just it's just so good. Um, I there the the thing about the house is weird because on one hand, I, okay, I can't talk about this until we get to the end of the movie. Um, you come to find out that Owen, there was a real life girl that Owen was seeing mm-hmm. because because uh, Beth finds her pictures in his phone. She tracks down this girl. She works at a bookstore. It's the bookstore where he bought the books. They have the maze, all the maze stuff, the demon summoning stuff and all that. Right. Uh, the girl eventually comes clean about how her and Owen spent time together. But there was also this weird thing where she's like, I would have slept with them and got to, I didn't, but I would have. Mm-hmm. And there was this weird thing where he started strangling her. She asked him to stop and he actually did and then drove her home. It's kind of this weird, this weird 
a meeting that they had. This interaction. Had, interaction that they yeah. had. And you're, you know, you're with Beth on this whole journey of trying to figure out what the fuck was her husband into. Mm-hmm. Now, it's important to mention the suicide note that he left for her. Yeah. The suicide note basically said, uh, you were right, there is nothing. Nothing is after you. You're safe now. And Which, throughout the movie, you take that three different ways. Exactly. And this gets to our theories about the movie, which the, I really want to get into. Because when you first read it, it almost sounds like he's accusing her of just kind of being nutso. Yeah. There's no, no, nothing nothing, nothing is after you. Yep. But then she reads it to her friends, and she, the way she puts the emphasis on it is, you are right. There is nothing after you. As in, once you die, there's nothing. Yeah, because, because well, she had a near death experience when yeah. she, or she literally this is a huge part of the she story. literally died when she was younger. She got in a car car accident yep. and her lungs were crushed and she died. And she's and she said she's dead for like five minutes or something. She was, like that. Yeah, for four or five minutes. And she's telling her friend uh, Claire, "I I died for four minutes." And she said, "Do you want to know what I saw? Nothing. There was nothing." And so, the way she reads the su- the suicide note from her husband is, um, "You were right. There is nothing after you." Yeah. Right. Like or, when, or there's like, no heaven. There's no nothing. Like well, when you die, nothing happens. Like sh- she takes it as like after you, after you've lived, there's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's one more way that you can take it, which is the ultimate way that you can take it. Which spoiler alert, you were right. There is. There is nothing. Nothing. Like, nothing is a thing. Nothing is a thing. Yeah. There is nothing. It's, it's the wolf nothing, in the never-ending story. Nothing is after you. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you just fucked me up. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, like, like nothing is an entity in right, and of itself. Right. Yeah. Um, or... You can take the entire thing as a metaphor for her depression, for her whatever. That's that's another way that you could take it. You could take it that way. You absolutely could. Sure. Um, and, and here's the thing. I don't think that any of these answers are wrong. I think that you can absolutely take this in any way you want to, and it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now, for what her character was going through, you know, it, that's up to you to decide what, what the actual what she was going through. But I think the movie itself, you can take it any way, which I think is awesome because it just leads to so many different avenues. Yeah. Um, what I thought about the movie was was again, I I thought there was three different ways, and we kind of touched on them all. I thought that the 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 nothing was it's a physical thing, like the nothing. She died, and the nothing was supposed to like overtake her, mm-hmm. and because she escaped death, the nothing has been after her the entire time. Like a and the nothing, like then, a like a. Um, why can't I think of the, the name? Grim Reaper. Like a Final Destination. Kind I was of thinking thing. of it almost like a Grim Reaper thing. Like, sure, was yeah. the nothing the Reaper? Well, it was death. It was death. Yeah, right. that was after her. Is right. the nothing like Reaper death? Like, tr- like you're the soul that got away, so right. it's constantly on you to get it. Right. And so the nothing though then s- infected him. Like she even said in the beginning, maybe my my shit infected him. Right. 
in the way that like because he was known to sleepwalk mel saw him sleepwalking too which means that in his sleep and everything else the nothing was infecting him as well was trying to get him to kill her well it even well yeah it even said that yeah it said it it came to me and it whispered in my ear Mm -hmm. that it wanted you and so there was that so, scene it, where he was about to strangle her, and then he decided he was going to fight against the nothing, right? Yeah. And then his only solution... Wait, he was going to strangle Beth? Yeah, she was... She was. They were sitting in front of the fire, and mm-hmm. she was sleeping on his lap, and he put his hand around her throat, and he started to squeeze, and then he fought against it. Okay. And then he kissed okay. her. Yep. And he decided that the only way to fight against this nothing was to trick it. Hence and that's the books and all that. It's actually this this if you take it at this value, mm-hmm. the movie's pretty straightforward. They actually give you everything. It says right, right in the books, <clears throat> you trick it like don't or don't uh, don't believe it, trick it or something like that. Right. And then it says like it's a book of trickery and this and that. So he built this. Well, and that's what the uh, uh, what the hell's the thing uh, the Kirdroya. Yeah, the Kirdroya is it's like a book of mazes, mm-hmm. like teaching you how to teaching so, you how to basically. Here's the question, though. Yeah. Did he actually, did Owen actually kill a ton of women and bury them under the floor of this mirror-imaged house that was or wasn't actually finished being built? I think so. Because that's where it gets a little bit fucky, because you don't know (laughs) what's real and what's not, because she sees the house in two different ways, you know? Well, she sees it the very first time she sees it as the finished house. Yeah. Yeah, but from then on, every time she sees But is she, she sleepwalking it, at that point? The way that he was walking through the woods, because Mel fir- saw him walking the first, through the woods. The first time, I would say, yeah, probably. Okay. Um, Which is why she saw it finished. Every other time she saw it, it was always unfinished. Okay. Okay. And and the girl, the one girl, uh, I can't remember Madeline. her name. Madeline. Even said that she came out to the house with him and then he took her over to that house and was showing me around. He was giddy about it. Like like he saw it finished, but she didn't. Well because he wasn't himself. Or just or just he was excited about this idea of creating it. You think he actually saw it no, as a finished I think, thing? I think he saw it as a finished thing the same way that Beth did when she was under the influence. So do you think so you think he was just like in a straight up state of hypnosis well, they or? talk about that like what about because she even says like when when she's at the bar in the intro we played she's mm-hmm. at the bar talking to those people yeah and the one guys you mean like 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 sleep paralysis and she's like no the opposite when your body is awake but your mind isn't because mm. that's the state that she was in when she saw the house and then and, and a bunch of other stuff so you think he was just like i that? think he was absolutely in that state but he learned how to trick it even in that state like he don't he le- almost it's almost like he learned how to manipulate it yeah like he needed to create the bones of the house yeah to fill in the blanks when he was sleepwalking okay um yeah i don't know i i love it i i I think that I I almost look at the nothing as the Reaper after her and tr- and and the Reaper <clears throat> stopping at nothing to get her soul basically, mm-hmm. and even if that means infecting him and this and that and he finally realized like the 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 nothing is using him as a tool to get to her. The only way that this is going to end is if he's out of the equation, right? Hence the suicide. So he says, "You're right. There is nothing. Nothing is after you. Nothing is. You're real. safe now." So he just thought, like, 
by me taking myself out of the equation, she's safe. Okay. Yeah, that that's one way to take it. Yeah. Um, how did you take it now? You said you had a crazy theory. Well, hold on. So I want to hear no, no, no. your crazy theory. First of all, I just watched the movie and I, I took it all the ways that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But then I nerded out. I got real nerdy with it. Okay. And the reason you threw me off earlier when you talked about the nothing from the never ending story is because I. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, just go on this journey with me. All right. I'm here for it. I think that this this movie takes place in the same universe as the Neverending Story. <laughs> Jesus. Go on this journey with me. <laughs> okay. Listen. So the the nothing is the same nothing from Fantasia. Okay. This is a fact in my brain. Uh it's never really tr- it's never really truly destroyed by Bastion, right? Okay. Because you can't destroy nothing. Sure. So he he defeated it, whatever that means. But it was still it was still there. Uh, when Beth dies, she sees nothing, and this causes her to lose faith in there being anything after life. In the Neverending Story, the nothing is created by a human's lack of imagination, mm-hmm. and at their very at their root, faith and imagination are very similar. Well, sure, right. So, just just listen. Just go on the journey. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, so the nothing, the nothing in this universe. Well, it's the same universe as the never-ending story. It's it's created by a lack of imagination or faith, right? Um, it also it says it it says in the uh, the Wikipedia for for the nothing that it gives. It gives people the desire to surrender themselves to oblivion by jumping into the nothing, which is very similar to the scene of all those girls running by her and jumping off the cliff into nothing. I forgot about that. The nothing in the never-ending story sends Gamork, which is the giant black wolf, to try and kill Atreyu, right? Mm -hmm. In the night house, Owen has a book on Kedroya, and Beth is flipping through it, and one of the last pages contains a seal from the Ars Goetia, like we were talking about earlier, the, the book for yeah. summoning demons. One of the five books of the Lesser Keys of Solomon, an anonymous grimoire on, the de- on demonology, a guide to summoning demons, which contains all the usual suspects, Baal, Paimon, As- Asmodeus. But the demon of most import is Andres, the great Marquis of Hell, who sows discord among people by telling lies. Essentially, he uses lies to control people, much like the never-ending story. The fan- Fantasians who fall prey in the never-ending story, the Fantasians who fall prey to the nothing are reborn in the real world as lies. Okay. Right? Are you with me? No. <laughs> and on, I'm really not. And on top of that, remember that I mentioned that uh, uh, Gamork, the, bla- the giant black wolf, yeah. was sent to kill Atreyu? The demon Andrus has a particular mode of transportation. Rides a giant black wolf. Okay. Nothing. You're not. You're not getting anything Where's from this. Where's the black wolf coming from? The. I know the not. I know the I, demon. The demon Andrus is who is who is suspected to be at the at the uh, behind everything that's happening in the night house. Yeah. Andrus, the demon. Yeah. Rides a giant black wolf. 
in the never ending story the black wolf that comes to Gamork okay, is sent I, is I sent by doing. is sent by the nothing I see what Andrus. you're doing and I and I feel like this theory is just crazy enough to be true that's what I I'm saying. Be- I don't believe that it is. I don't. Oh, listen. But, I don't like. But, I don't think that they. I don't think that they I went th- into this thinking like let's let's add on to the never ending story. I feel like we need to tweet this guy <laughs> <laughs> and be like, listen, let's let's get on the level here. It's the never ending story. Think about it though. Think about it. It's it's very it like so. At the at the end of the never ending story, when Bastion. Uh, like reforms the world after because because the the nothing is essentially destroying all of Fantasia right mm-hmm. and then he screams out Moonchild into the and Moonchild Moonchild and when he does that it rips it rips a it, it rips a, a, a there's it makes a tear between Fantasia yeah. and the real world because yeah. then suddenly he's riding Felcor mm-hmm. through the real world and he's mm-hmm. like knocking his bullies over and stuff. And so the nothing ends up on our side of reality, and it's weakened by its by by the uh, defeat, and so it can no longer eat up worlds like it was before. So now it's focusing its energy on on taking singular souls one at a time to rebuild its strength. I st- I still feel like this is the stretch among stretches, but it's, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. It's real. It's there. Um, yeah, so there's moral of the story. There's plenty of different ways that you can interpret this movie. And what's great about it is I don't think any of them wrong. I think this movie is what it is. And however you interpret it is, is truth. It's like a good song, right? However you interpret good lyrics in a song is that's the true meaning. It's however you interpret it. Can we talk about real quick though, the reveal that, the ghost is not actually Owen because I totally thought she was about to get railed by a ghost. That whole scene was so that well, it was it was creepy when it revealed that it wasn't Owen. But that scene yeah. was really cool, like where her fingertips would actually depress. Yeah, it was against cool. The, it was shot really cool. Yeah, however they did. I mean, I'm I'm assuming it's all digital, right? But like, oh well, or or. I actually thought it was just like a pane of glass. And she was like touching up against it. And it could have been curved glass to where it, it gave that, that thing to it. Yeah. Could have been anything. I'd either. However they did it, it looked really it was cool. very cool. And like his fingertips on her arm moving yeah. up or whatever. Like, and it was, a, it was a fucking steamy scene. Not just because <laughs> it was in a shower with steam, but like it was a steamy scene. Like she was literally about to get the ghost dick. Mm. And then he whispers in her ear... I'm not Owen. Yeah. That fucking was creepy as shit. Very spooky. Like, I'm pretty sure that I puckered just as much as she did. (laughs) Pretty sure. Um, I don't know. There's there's a lot of really cool moments in this movie. If you're into, if you're into, like, sort of, like, drama horror, if you will, like, really good gripping story with spatters of, of the scary stuff, right? There was enough, like there was enough of the scary stuff that it, it kept me on my toes. Oh yeah, it's more of I, I hate this. It's more of a suspenseful thriller with horror aspects. Yeah. Than it is a flat out horror movie. Yeah. But it, but but it's got all it's got all the fixins for whatever you want to, you know, uh, categorize mm-hmm. it as. 
Um, but yeah, I would recommend this movie to everybody. And this is a much bigger movie than I thought. This isn't just some little indie movie. This is a Fox Searchlight movie. Mm. So there, there was money, a little bit more money behind it than your average indie, you know, horror flick or whatever. Um, and uh, and it worked. It, it it's. I said this about um, what's his fuck uh, last week that give it a couple of movies. He's going to be a Ty West. He's going to be a household name in one or two movies, right? Mm -hmm. He's going to David Bruckner. I feel like is right on that cusp too. Like he's going to, he like, because of these movies he's putting out, he's going to get one of those big, huge money-making movies. And he's, and he's going to become, I don't want to say a household name, but like, he's going to become more of a, uh, a well-known director. You know, he's, he's right on that cusp between the ritual and this and everything else he's done. Like, He's right there, because these movies are absolutely fantastic. Um, is he? Oh, he's doing the new Hellraiser. He's doing movie. the new Hellraiser, yeah. So that that could be it, depending on how that lands. That could be it too. Yeah, <laughs> it could. I don't know it, how that's gonna land. It, though, so I was gonna say it could be it could be either really good or really bad for him. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's the Nighthouse. Watch it. I'd love to hear other people's opinions on it. Yeah. Um. But uh, but yeah, it's great. We both loved it. Yeah. Uh, big and big thumbs, big two thumbs up. I think for this one. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I really really liked it a lot. But is it a bloody good film? <laughs> no. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's uh, that's the show for this week, James. Yeah, that's it. You're looking something up and you're distracted over there. I can, uh, I can no. tell. No. You're right. Why? Because I'm doing this. Well, and it's the screen's flashing and you're not paying attention to me. I'm paying attention. You're to not. You. Yeah. We need to go to therapy. God damn it. <laughs> he never looks at me anymore. <laughs> um, okay, so I have an idea for next week. Mm, we come. picked up uh, we picked up a beer in Nashville that I think we need to put to good use. Uh, and then after that, oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll finish up, uh, for the time being at least, we'll finish up the uh, Oh, the uh, conjuring. Ja- James Wanniverse. The Wanniverse, yeah. yeah. Right on. Are you so going to talk about what our beer for next week is? Or, nah, we'll 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 you save. You know it. what? We'll say what the beer is. No, no, no. Okay, no. Because fuck, fuck it. That's part of the show. Fuck it. No. So we got an idea for next week. It may or may not involve the Jurassic period. <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic Park was frightening in the dark. All the dinosaurs were running wild. Okay. okay there's there's your hint. There's your hint for next week. Um, it's not Jurassic Park. It's not Jurassic Park, <laughs> even though I would love to watch Jurassic Park again. Uh, yeah, so that's it for this week. Uh, if you want to find us before next week, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzz to Kill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzz to Kill PC. We're on all major streaming sites. If you're listening to this, you've clearly found us. So uh, tell a friend. It's like, hey, do you like trash cinema and trash podcasts? You'd love this. Mm-hmm. And trash people. Trash people. Yep. In general. Yeah. Yep. That's us. That's us. All right. We are we are your wheelhouse. Yep. Uh, tell your great aunt Sarah. Ooh, she sounds sexy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. That toe fungus. She's dead too. So. Yeah. Ooh. It's weird. <laughs> Hence the fungus. <laughs> All right, sir. All right. Later, bud. Cheers. Cheers to you. Have a good night. <laughs>